Hey everybody, welcome to the Chris X Claire Experience. This is actually episode 20, I want to say. Yeah, it's episode 20. It's called I've Got Mixed Feelings. And you'll know what that's all about once we really get into the episode. But before we do, of course, we got to play that awesome intro for you. So uh, just sit back and relax and enjoy the sweet, sweet sounds of this Chris X Claire Experience intro. You're listening to the Chris X Claire Experience, the No Holds Barred podcast hosted by two insane best friends and a raccoon skull named Remy. No episode is the same and no topic is off limits as these two storytellers take you on a ride you're going to wish you could get off of. But enough talking, strap in and clear your schedule. Check one, two, testing, testing. The Chris X Claire experience begins now. Let's get this party started. What? What? Sounds fun. Wear your helmets. Hey, hey, welcome to the Chris X Claire experience again. I am your host, Jay Claire, and I also have my co-host, the other host with the mostest, uh, Chris. And of course, we have our ether, God haunted spirit thing. Our disembodied he, soul. <laughs> whatever he is now, uh, Raccoon Skull Remy. I don't know. He might have been getting upgrades and we don't know about it. Got right, right. We don't know. He hasn't, he hasn't written home in a while. <laughs> I know. He just like comes in and like you know fucks with like lights and technology and, and then stuff, leaves. and then he'll leave. <laughs> just to like, you better put respect on my name, and then he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> don't you forget about me? <laughs> don't you? I know. Forget about me. <laughs> Don't don't no no don't. <laughs> I know someday someday we're gonna have to get like Remy merch. And, oh uh, my gosh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's gonna be the merchandise. No one's gonna buy anything except for whatever has the the, the raccoon skull on it. Yeah, like we we could do anything. We could have soap, whatever. No one's gonna touch it. It's a beanie with the raccoon skull sold, sold. <laughs> They're gonna be cosplaying at a like it like lazy cosplay. It's yeah, just a, it's just a big raccoon head. Right, people it's all walking it is. around the convention yeah. center. Yeah, <laughs> goals. That's goals as fuck. Like have people cosplay something from the show. I know goals. It's gonna be like our first controversy. Like, oh, the other day a bank was robbed by a group known as Remy's. I'm like, oh, oh God, no, damn it. fuck. <laughs> like, I knew it. I knew it was the damn white people move ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. i know right and it was it would be a local bank too nothing serious of course yeah it would be like like it would have like a weird like credit union name or something it'd be like savings and ravens i don't know what the hell it'd be called (laughs) i don't don't even know what a pinch and petty's credit union credit union like i don't know what it'd be called but (laughs) that's what would happen Spare change credit union. Spare change. <laughs> Spare change. Listen, we know you can't deposit a whole paycheck, but we have <laughs> instead you of an ATM give machine. Your spare change. 
you just put your card in and then just drop change in like a little <laughs> bucket and it'll deposit into your account. That's actually not a terrible Actually, idea. why aren't we funding that, actually? That yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> did did we just come up with an idea? <laughs> I think we did. Fantasy no. World Banks. Right. <laughs> you can't bring your change. You can bring your why change. Why don't they do that? Be hard to count? I don't know. But you could, I mean, but, but no, but I mean, there's those like coin counter thingies and like right. Kroger's and shit. Just get one for the bank because that's how, more money. Yeah. A lot of people would deposit their change if they had a way to deposit it. A lot of, a lot of people don't keep change because they can't deposit it. So, I mean, yeah. maybe if we had a bank that just took like, like free change, you know, that would be great. And you don't have to wait to like roll them and stuff. Yeah, like that. you just pour, pour it in a thing. Well, well, well. <laughs> we were just like talking well, shit and look what we look what we did. You don't know what's gonna happen you with don't us. Know. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, because I got a big old jar of change right now. You know how great it would be. Go to a fantasy world bank, I just deposit the change and they're like it's in your account. Or would you like to purchase a book or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I'd be down. Hell yeah. We need to get a hold of our uh merchandise person that's through fantasy world and be like hey so i first off i need raccoon skull merch i need a raccoon skull beanie right <laughs> and then people are gonna be like hey what's the beanie from i'll be like my podcast and they'll be like oh and i'll be like mm, want, a cool, <laughs> want a cool beanie listen to the pool curse yeah. <laughs> and then also and when you look banks when you banks get on it yep straight up and we can give like I don't know. I don't know exactly how banks work, but if we were super rich, we can give loans to like people in need. Or Actu something. Like actual loans, like oh, your credit score is five is, is like negative five hundred, but you really need three thousand dollars for a car. Okay. I you mean, like we'll I'm just we'll just come repo it if you can't pay it. But I mean, like, we're gonna give you the benefit of the doubt first. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, just for haha's, um. Our podcast went up, what, two days ago on Spotify? Three? Yeah. Two, three days? So that, okay. Yeah, I caught it that it wasn't up there. Well, yeah, so for every, anyone listening to this, it's on Spotify. It will be on iTunes and Episode all those places one. soon. Episode one. It's not fancy, but it's there. And um, It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's really, I, I re-listened to it. It really isn't that bad. It's good. really not. That's good. I'm glad because I know we were just like sound like super old. We're just like, uh, how do you work the thing in the trigger? <laughs> I don't know, Clarence. Just I do don't know. Do. <laughs> well, hopefully y'all are listening. <laughs> but uh, I guess we got ten downloads, and okay, um, okay. including some from uh, Chicago, Italy, Germany, Belgium. Bangladesh. What? I'm kind. Of, why are you guys so interested in us? <laughs> oh no! So, I don't. Oh no! So one day, one day randomly, you know, someone might come over to. Oh! Oh, you are Chris. Chris <laughs> from Chris Clear Experience. <laughs> yeah, your hair looks so soft. Oh, can, can I touch it? <laughs> Like they're like fluffy. I'm like, yeah. Did, didn't I tell you, Mama? This is the one I've been listening to this whole time. I would be honored. I would start yeah. crying. Do you yeah, know I, that I would be? 
if I ever get recognized in public for anything, I'll be like, really? Right. Like, really? No, I, I'll totally be like, no, you're awesome. No, you're like, awesome. Like, no, you, no, you're, you're, do you you're... want a free book? You want a free book? <laughs> like... Right. <laughs> I'll sign my name on your forehead. Yes, I will. <laughs> Anywhere but the book. Anywhere but the book. Even your butt. But not the book. But not the book. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Never the book. Ten download. Wow, that's impressive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Again, it's not even on all the platforms. Not even yeah. So, okay. It's cool. So once we get all of them on there. Can people comment on stuff on Spotify? I don't think so, huh? I don't know on Spotify. I know they can on iTunes. I like think that you reviews. just listen. Yeah. So hmm. we might get some interesting reviews. <laughs> people are going to be is, like, this is boring. This? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is boring. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? Guy who said this is boring, when you're like in the, in the airport tor- terminal or you got a long drive or something like that, you're like, God damn it, I need something to listen to. This music I've already listened to for four hours, and I listen to the same old... Fine. Fine. What was it called again? The, I'll listen to the fucking soap episode, I guess. Chocolatey Claire experience. I don't know what the fuck it was called. <laughs> the Choco Claire experience. Choco Taco experience, I think. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Choco Taco. That's funny. Choco Taco and Claire. Anyway. But anyway. um, <laughs> That sounds like a sex position. The cho- It does. It kind of does. does. It kind of does. Yeah. You yeah. were like, you were like, ah. oh, it does. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh no, it does. <laughs> so we've got to figure out what it means. <laughs> Somebody knows. Someone out Some, there. Leave a, leave a comment if you know what it is. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So tonight we have. Um, we have a, a topic that we're going to talk about, but we might be a little all over the place depending on how it goes. And um, I mean, I got I got stuff. I got stuff we can, we can go over. I got clips we can comment on. I got stuff. So anyway, uh, so anyway, this uh, video is because um, I'm actually going to be on vacation next week. So we're recording this early. And then actually, I think we have to end up possibly doing another one for when you're gone the following Monday or something. Mm-mm. No? I'll be back in time for the podcast on Monday. Oh, okay. Alright, cool. Sweet. Cool. Sweet. So with that being said, um, we were going to talk a little bit. It's called uh, I Have Mixed Feelings because we were going to talk a little bit about being mixed r- racially and maybe talk a little bit about race. Um, I know we've probably touched on it here and there, but Mm -hmm. we've probably never had like a big discussion about it and everything. And um, I don't know if you want to give an example you talked to me about earlier, or if you want to. I'm going to pull the story up. (laughs) So, so, So for those of you who may not know, Okay, I am actually Hispanic. And I know that I do not look Hispanic, 
Um, which actually bothers me a lot. I have a lot of, like, issues with the fact that I don't feel like I look the way that I should. Um, I don't remember the actual name of the of the disorder that I have. Apart from the fact that I am mixed, this runs through my family um, of people having a lack of melanin. Like, not just being mixed. Like, I have a cousin who has two black parents and is as pale as me with blue eyes. Like, that's, like, literally, it's an anomaly. We don't know what causes it. And it's actually very common and um, Cuban and Hispanic people, you can look this up. Like, this is actually a thing that happens. You can just come out like this for whatever reason. It's just a lack of melanin. It doesn't affect my eyesight. It isn't really al albinism. Um, I think I was told that it was al albinism, like a form of albinism. I don't know if it actually is because my mom and dad made up all kinds of fun stuff. So I don't know if it actually <laughs> is albinism. <laughs> Uh, like border, borderline, borderline <laughs> Munchausen's by pro by proxy. I almost thought there was something critically wrong with me, right? So mm -hmm. uh, today I'm going to read the read you the story. Mm -hmm. And I texted Julius and I said, I got told today that I'm too white to know what oppression feels like, and that because I'm white passing, I'd never know what it feels like to struggle or feel discomfort in my race. And my mm -hmm. mother was white, so that's the only reason that I'm white, not my disorder. Uh, and I don't get to take part in racial conversations because I wouldn't understand because I'm white. Um, the person who told me this is also a person of color, which I don't usually. <laughs> There's a, <laughs> but also he. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, laughing because I saw the picture of him. I, I'm I'm not gonna say it, but I'm just gonna right. say that he has no right to be coming at me about how yeah. pale I am. Yeah. Um, but also, on the reverse side of that, I, I found that very hurtful for a couple of different reasons. Uh, I've grow I grew up in the South, and I am Hispanic, but I'm white passing. And I've always disliked the fact that I am white passing because I longed to look more Hispanic. Like, my last name is Garcia. I'm very proud of the fact that I'm Hispanic. I've never tried to hide it. Um, but people would see this little white girl with her blue eyes and would immediately assume that I'm just white. But also, what sucks is that I've had to be, like, I've got shit from both sides. Like, I don't know, like, there's a song by Cher called Half Breed where she talks about the fact that, like, she was shamed by her mother's Native American bloodline for being white, even though she didn't look white. And then she was shamed by her father's white family for looking Native American. And it's like, so I'm shamed from both sides no matter what. And yeah. my, my entire life, I have help from both sides. I'm not Hispanic enough or have enough color to consider myself in the margin of people of color. But I also am plainly and proudly Hispanic from some people's standpoint, because of my right. hair and my body build, people say, oh, I knew you had something in you, which is my favorite statement. Um, <laughs> um, and, and I've had Wait, that. <laughs> I've had that uh, because people just assume that I'm also not white or that I'm mixed. 
So I've got shit for being mixed. I've got shit for being mixed from both sides. And I'm just, it's very, very exhausting. Like this conversation tonight just really, really drove me insane. Um, just like, bro, you don't know what I've struggled with. Like I have struggled. Right. I live in the Bible Belt and I'm Hispanic. Like I know that I don't look Hispanic. Like I am so incredibly fucking aware. If I had brown eyes, this would be a different conversation. Like literally, if my eyes were just brown, people would probably just not even ask me the question. Because even though I'm pale, I have a lot of Hispanic features. Like my nose is very much my dad's nose. This is a Hispanic feature. Um, guys, like look at my hair. Like, okay, yeah, this, look, hair. At, look at this textured. Look at this textured mess. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. If you if you ever physically see me in person, I got hips for days. Like I am built very very Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've never been ashamed of the fact that I'm Hispanic. I've always told people that I'm Puerto Rican, that I'm Cuban. I've always been really proud of my Hispanic, uh, my Hispanic roots. So to be discredited and just like kind of shrugged off is really like, it's not my fault that I'm white passing. And I'm not sitting here saying that, like, I hate that I have to say that I'm white passing. That's dumb. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not that I want. I don't know. I don't know how to even express what I'm trying to say. But, really, <laughs> but bro, it's it's really frustrating. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, it's it's really stupid. There was like, <clears throat> there's like this guy that everybody forgot about. I don't know if anyone on this podcast who's listening have heard of him, but he said something along the lines of like he wishes that people could be judged by you know their character and not the color of their skin. I think his name was Martin Luther King Jr. I don't know, but like maybe you've heard of him. I don't know. But um, it's really interesting to me because like people will bring him up as an example of what we as the, hum the human race should strive for. Yet I feel like somewhere in the last, I don't even, I don't know, maybe 10, 20 years or so, like people kind of forgot that we're supposed to be striving for more of the character and less the superficial, you know, hey, your melanin is a little lighter or whatever. Like, it's it's bizarre because you're, <laughs> you're, you're being treated for something that's so incredibly superficial. It's wild. Like, um, I'm in an interracial relationship, for anyone that doesn't know. And so I'm... I count myself as black, but I look. I would say dusty brown. <laughs> Do you remember Why that comment? Do you remember that, co that comment from like seven episodes ago? I was like, no, you she dusty couldn't brown. Say caramel, something. <laughs> Y'all, he's definitely dusty. He's dusty. Tumbleweed brown. <laughs> Texas <laughs> dirt brown. <laughs> I could have said ashy, but I did. Desert. I could have said ashy brown. That's funny. <laughs> desert. I could have said desert ash, but I didn't. Desert ash. <laughs> dusty. <laughs> you, you know, you know the dusty. chocolate milk that you get in school. They pour too much water into. <laughs> Coal mine. <laughs> White person in a coal mine. Brown. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Pappy's fingernails. 
He is. He's a beautiful man. What a beautiful chocolate man. Oh, oh, beautiful chocolate man. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you he oh. looked just like Denzel Washington? <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> Um, I'm black, but I don't look like you could tell like something's I have a mixed heritage of some sort. Like I'm not like what people would deem black. I literally got confused for black and Hispanic and whole gauntlet of other things. And my wife is white and she she's white. Like she's just, she just white. And so <laughs> and so like if you, like I said in a podcast before, you see her and uh ancestor dna there's maybe like three things on there like that's it three Oof. yeah mine's was like two pages like it had right. two separate pages and so but our, we have three kids and they all look completely different and so it's weird because our oldest is like blue eyes you know dirty blonde hair white burns if the sun even looks at the sun the wrong way, the sun's like, oh, I got you, bitch. You know what I mean? Don't you look at me like that. You, you can't afford to look at me like that. Don't and, disrespect my boy. <laughs> right. Don't you dare do that. And then, you know, and then my middle child is like, he has like the same complexion as me and, and curls and hazel eyes. So basically, even though, so like, you know, I wonder sometimes, like, how is the world going to treat them based on this superficial thing? And, like, in my opinion, treating people, especially, like, in their face, treating someone just based off of this superficial take on someone is one of the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest things I've ever come across. Like, I don't know who the guy is that said this to you. But, like, he dumb, like, really dumb, for real. Like, <laughs> now, listen, like, me and Julius were blasting this dude in our PMs. We were like, oh! <laughs> like, seriously, dude? And then, the, and then the funny thing is, like, I, like we're not going to show a picture, but if you would see the picture of him, like, he's super duper, duper light-skinned. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I don't mean, like, a light-skinned black dude. He might be, I he mean, might be like, paler than you. I mean, like, his, his mom had to have been, like, a redhead. And his dad had to have been like super light skinned black. You know what I mean? Like he barely, barely makes the cut. <laughs> like, and you came and you like, came at me, <laughs> right? And he had the nerve. But I swear though, it's always like the, it's always like the lightest of the light though. I was about to say, those are the light skinned motherfuckers that come at you sideways too. <laughs> You're always. <laughs> Which is so sad. <laughs> got a chip on his shoulder. He got to make up for, for his loss of darkness. He's got to look like that. I didn't do that to you. <laughs> right. He's gonna tell you that you have not been oppressed based on the color of your skin. Which it's like. I mean, yeah, I haven't in the same way you have, but I understand that I haven't. I understand that I will never know what it's like to walk into a room and have people like look at me sideways because I'm black. I will never know what that's like. 
I will never know what it's like to walk into a room and people immediately be like, oh, she's a dirty Mexican. Like, I literally know that, that I know, I'm aware of that. I am. But I have got treated badly because of my last name. Right. I am very out and proud about the fact that I'm Hispanic. I do not hide it. Mm-hmm. And I get shit on because I don't look Hispanic enough to claim to be Hispanic. But it's not a claim, bro. I literally am Hispanic. I'm not are. I'm not fronting this. Like right. if I wish no, I had not. a picture of my dad right here. Actually, I'll try to see if I can find one. But I mean, this motherfucker was seven shades darker than Julius. Like there are people in my family I've talked about before who are like as black as his shirt. I'm mm. talking like beautiful black. I, right. I mean, in every shade in between from me, who is, I don't know, I would say, I don't know what fucking color, olive toned, like from like this very, very slight pigmented color all the way to pitch black. And that's what's beautiful about my family. But also, like, I would like to stress the fact, and I told uh, Julius this in our, in our messages, there are 100% Colombians and 100% Cubans. <laughs> that are whiter than me right like i've said this before in previous podcasts the girl that played carmen lopez on the george lopez show is actually hispanic and she is like moon white (laughs) like ridiculously pale right and there's a whole there's a whole list of them but there's a lot of hispanic actresses or actors that i didn't know were hispanic until like you know Mm -hmm. i just (sighs) oh it, Bro, because... original original Ariana Grande did not look Hispanic. Original. Y'all, y'all, y'all know I'm not lying. <laughs> Go tell me that original Ariana Grande looked Hispanic to me to you when you get back to me. <laughs> Go Google that right now. You know they scrubbed it. No, I'm playing. I'm gonna see but, if I can uh, find a picture of my dad. Yeah, because like genetics are a funny thing. I mean, there are <clears throat> there are cases of two black parents having a white looking child or i mean like you could probably look at some of their features and can tell like okay they had black parents maybe the wide nose or lips or certain features but the the melanin is so not there and usually it's because there are cases in which genetics will skip a generation or two or whatever um you know like my my mom and my aunt for example they have like really straight black smooth hair that comes from some Native American heritage that was like quite a few generations ago, but their hair is so much different than my other my other aunts and uncles, and so like it's just interesting how certain things pop up, but yet people have this weird like it's almost like a competition of oppression, and that's my dad. Yeah, he is. You see how dark he is? Yeah, yeah. And that's my ma'am. You see yeah, how he's... white she is? But look how dark he is. I literally can't see your mom because she's because <laughs> she's so white. With the, with the lighting, it's like <laughs> was your mom the sun? <laughs> she she liked to think that she was. <laughs> she likes. <laughs> yeah, it's like we have this weird like oppression competition race to who's more oppressed and stuff like that and it seems like that's been more like prevalent 
and i don't know what that is exactly like why everyone's fighting to be like listen chris you're not oppressed i'm oppressed because the you know somebody called me the n-word in a chat room that i had no business being in on uh twitter or something like that and bitch and i don't want to be oppressed like i, I don't right, want to be oppressed right. i don't want that i'm just, i just want to be treated like a person like it's exhausting. I got I get shit on. Like it's just, oh fuck him. Uh, <laughs> so ex- I'm so exhausted by this. But like if it would be technical, there mm-hmm. is not a brand of person that should be more oppressed than the kind of person that I am. I am a queer Hispanic woman with mental illness. Literally, there are like are like if you put all that together, mm-hmm. like. There is not a more his like oppressed combination of people than what I just listed, and that's what I am. Right. I will admit that I've definitely I have got more hate for my mental illness and for being queer than I have for my race, and I will give that, and mm-hmm. I will give that, and I will also give that to the fact that I'm white passing, and I understand that. Yeah. But like, it doesn't disregard. The fact that whenever I was a little girl, somebody burned a cross in our front yard because they didn't want literally a family of niggers is what they said living next door to them. So it didn't matter that I was white at the time because all that that person saw was the fact that I was mixed. Right. So like, no, I haven't been denied or treated the way that you've been treated, buddy. But also, in the same respect, like, you don't know what I have been through as a queer woman either. Like, and why does that matter? It shouldn't be a competition of whose life sucks more. Like, we, really should just work, we should just work together to fix it, because clearly it's broken. Yeah, th- it's always been really interesting to me that, like, there's so much focus on race. But yet, most of the time, it's not really so much about race. It's more about class, in my opinion. Like I agree. as far as like financial status and whatever, because like if if someone could be white as snow, but if you're living in like some really poor neighborhoods or the Appalachian Mountains and stuff like that, where there's like Appalachian, he- Appala- Appalachian, sorry, Appalachian. <laughs> App- um, it's remember if you remember, and- remember if you say Appalachia, I'm gonna throw an Appalachia, Appalachian. That was the end of the show. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> no, no. We were watching Master Chef last night, and Joe Bastianich pronounced Louisville as Louisville, and Charles and I were like, "Oh!" A- anybody from Kentucky knows it's Louisville. It's not Louisville. It's Louisville. 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 It's pr- it's Louisville. spelled it's spelled Louisville, but it's pronounced Louisville. Louisville. Oh, I can't. You know, you know what we have next to us. It's a word that's spelled hurricane. It's West Virginia. Do you know what it is? What? Hurricane. Hurricane? Hurricane. Hurricane. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> it, some some things be throwing me crazy. Like when they'd be like, oh, that's Siobhan. But it's spelled like S I O B H A N. Like an Irish or something like that. I was it's just like, <laughs> I was like, stop. That's. Siobhan or something. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to digress. Back to what oh. you were saying. When you said oh, you said Appalachia, and I was going to throw in Appalachia. Appalachia, 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 Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian Mountains. Okay. Anyway, yes. Um, if you if you go there, 
those white people aren't exactly feeling very privileged and, uh, you know, as if they're on top of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they're like on welfare, drug, drug laden communities, poor education, not a lot of prospects, working in jobs that are high risk, high, you know, injury, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, so if you went to one of them and be like, you have white privilege, he's like, well, I'm waiting for it to kick in. Where are you? you I'm I'm, I'm waiting for it to kick in. And then, what? Me, pick me, pick me. Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. (laughs) If, If I have white privilege and I'm white passing, where the fuck is my privilege? Because I'm telling you right now, someone who grew up in the poorest conditions you could possibly think of in this really poor, shitty city, I'm telling you right now that I have never seen a look of privilege. Never have I ever seen a look of privilege. Not once. Yeah. So I don't know what this blanket sweet privilege. And here's the other thing you could be super black, but if you have money, I'll take that any day. It's like, would you rather be poor and white or rich and black? For me, it's not really a hesitation. I'll take rich and black like every single day. I mean, I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, it's every single day. I feel like the financial privilege is way has way more effect than having white privilege. I agree. And so when people so I think it's like it's weird. When people just treat others just based on the color. Because even, okay, even in the black community, they do this too. They'll be like, oh, because you're light skinned black, you have more privilege. I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring that up. That division that is between a black, I mean, dark black person and a light skinned black person. Like, literally, the black community separates itself into light skinned and dark skinned. Yep. Y'all, why are you doing that? Like why? Why are you? Ha, aren't you dealing with enough? Why? Why are you doing doing that? Right. And and like the thing is like you can make arguments like, oh well, being darker, you experience more instances of racism or more, you know, disparity. Disparity. Oh, man, I can't speak tonight. But anyway, more instances of racism or whatever. Um. But if you took a big collection of all the, of those experiences, stuff like that, like, is it, is it really that huge? Like that big of a difference? Do you know? Like, I, right. is it? I don't think so. I really don't. I like, and, the, and there's this, and again, I feel like us focusing so much on race and even certain other stuff too um like it's just dividing us it's div- it's dividing people that aren't on the top top class wise because at the top class wise it doesn't really seem to matter what race you are what gender you are not that much i mean do, i mean like do you think people are going around at the top i'm talking like the top circles telling President Obama, he's a nigger to his face. Like, I, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I'm sure they're shaking hands and they're like, ha, ha, like we're, you know what I'm saying? And like people at the top can talk all they want. It doesn't matter what race they are. They can talk all they want about like, like, oh, oh man, like you guys, everybody's like got it so bad. Like even, okay, even as a black man, like, 
like if I wanted to, I could be like, listen, I'm black. Like, I'm not gonna make it anywhere in this in this world, in this country. I'm not gonna make it. There's nothing for me. There's nothing for my children. Best I can do is probably just scrape by. Just like it's like a self fulfilling prophecy almost, you know. Even though, even though we had a black president. And he would sit in like, I remember Obama saying things like, like, oh, yeah, like, I know black people got it so bad. Like, they don't, they're not getting a fair shake and stuff. And I'd be like, I guarantee you, you're not telling your daughters this, though. You know, you're not telling your daughters this, though. Like, you could say it to people that are at a separate class than you. But you're not going to tell your daughters that. I guarantee you. Right. You know, Oprah is not telling her super rich friends about like, man, we are so oppressed, guys. We are so oppressed as I'm swimming in my Scrooge McDuck vault. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, she's a billionaire. Like, it, it's class, y'all. <laughs> they, they're they trying to separate us with the superficial shit. Where it's just like, oh, what, what shade are you? So I'll know if you're a friend. Let me get my paint swatch here. What shade? <laughs> it says your mm. almond milk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're oh, I, I am on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's bullshit. I'm like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of all the, the racial oppression stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to lift each other up more. We need to come together and like actually solve. Take care of the big fucking stuff. problems. Right. Right. Not that racism is not a big problem because it is. Right, it like, is. But we can't have racism amongst each other. Like dead ass, yeah. I like. Do you know that black, like a lot of black communities are racist against Mexicans? Like yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck is that? What do you mean? Like what do you actually mean? Like if I found that out, that blew my mind. My dad would tell me that he was like, "No, nah, black people don't like Hispanic people." And I would be like, "But why?" And he's like, "I don't know. They just don't." And I'm like, "But does that that doesn't make sense to me? Like what?" Yeah why i don't actually know why like i even remember even in my own family there were relatives that didn't like hispanic people like to this day i don't know why i just remember why i don't even know but you know who has the right to be the most racist motherfuckers in the world and they're not what native american people (laughs) they have the right to be like fuck every single one of you get out of my country right in the swamp and they're right. just like, hi, brother. Hello, friend. Come on in. We'll make some toast. Right. If anyone got some real, what? yeah, yeah, Native Americans. Native Americans have the right to, like, I mean, dead ass, like, I think Native Americans have more right than anybody else. And I don't mean, like, people like me who have, like, a, a like, my, gr- my grandmother was, mm. like, 50 to 75% Blackfoot. But what does that leave you with, like, 25%? So, I mean, not not even someone like me. I mean, like, people on reservations, like, y'all have more rights than anyone else in this country. And I mean that 100%. Yeah. Like, what you, like, words that you have should be law. It's your country. They're like, main, dead ass, yeah. it really is. They're main, maintaining their culture and everything. And yet, their culture, their way of speaking, like their language, like damn near eradicated an entire race of people. I just that these white men are dangerous. <laughs> well, I mean, 
I mean, and, and, it, and it really, like, again, it really comes down to class, too, because, like, the, um, and a lot of it does, a lot of it does come down to money, because, I mean, even when it comes to slavery, um, you know, a lot of black people were taken, taken away, and they, you know, obviously, they didn't want to go, I mean, obviously, they're made into slaves and stuff, but a lot of, like, chiefs in Africa gave away this made deals with these white men right and traded black men away too mm -hmm. like it came down to money for the chiefs they were relatively of the upper class they had the power to take the lower class black men and trade them this wasn't the the way it was in all cases but it did happen mm -hmm. and there was another case where a lot of black people when um they first started coming they were in they were, oh, what are they called? Indentured servants, just like a lot of white people were. Um, indentured servants, you wanted to come to the new world, you had to pay your way and all that stuff. But at one, but at some point when people, it was harder to pay and everything like that, that's when the whole racial thing started getting put into play. I remember this case where there was two white men and one black man that ran away. They were trying to run away from their debt. They were all indentured servants. None of them were slaves. They caught all three of them. And to make sure that this is less likely to happen, the landlord started treating the black man worse than the white man. And so that creates a division. You have less people that you can rely on mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like, ugh, the, like the racial shit. Yeah, solve it, man. Somehow. Somehow, some way, but we gotta start. We gotta stop being racist against each other. I know. Not to mention that because we do live in America and it's a big old melting pot, most of us are mixed in some fucking way anyway. Right? Oh my god! You know what I mean? Like most of us are not pure. I'm sorry. I'm pure Dutch. Oh, 100 percent. I only had one line on my ancestry DNA. Like this? No. Like <laughs> Irish and and Italian and all. You're immigrant. They were you're not, an immigrant. Exactly. So it's I not got like, some. <laughs> oh, Point pure. I got some bad news for you guys. Here we go. Here's the statement. Unless you are 100% Native American Indigenous person. You are either A, mixed, or B, an immigrant. Sorry. Yep. You might either, you might be a seven, you might be a 37th generation immigrant, but your great-grandpappy came over here from somewhere else, buddy. Unless you are 100% Native American, you are either mixed with something, or you are a descendant of an immigrant, and you were not born here. So if you're going to pull that whole, go back to your country, go back to yours, buddy. Yeah. Okay, let us all go back to our country then. Living in Americans alone, let them have their bison back. Let's get, let's go. <laughs> go back to your country. I don't know, everybody, I don't know. We all got to go then. A lot of us got to leave. America will look pretty empty. Did I ever tell you about the time? So one of my alters is, uh, is British. Her name is Jane. And she was working for me, and she tries really, really hard to hide her accent, but it's very strong. She's gotten better at it. Back then, she couldn't hide it at all. So she was talking to a, a, a guest and was speaking with her accent. I guess they were mad about something, and this dude looked her in the face and told her to get the fuck out of America and go back to Britain. 
And whenever she got back in the kitchen, she was like, but America came from Britain. Like, she was, like, so, like, but what do you mean go back? You go back to where you came from, buddy. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? See, uh, see, like, all right, this, this is going to be a weird statement for me. But in a weird, weird way, I, okay, it's a weird statement, but I'll explain it. In a weird way, I kind of like the openly racist people because they tell me exactly who At they are. They know. know to stay away from you. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the silent hidden ones that worry me. Yeah, you know the ones that won't hire you, the ones that will like, whatever. Oh, it's not. That's not but, the reason you didn't get promoted, Quentin. It's because <laughs> A, B, and C, and you're like, right? But David does A, B, and C, and exactly. D, E, F, G, H, I, J. And right. then it's like, no, it's okay, Quentin. And then four years later, you're like, but why? <laughs> why? Because A, B, and C, Quentin. And you're like, but everybody else does A, B, and C. But everyone else. Yeah. It... <laughs> but um, I know I remember, uh, I probably never told you this story, but. Um, Ooh, story time. When, when I was getting into teaching, I was. And I had my licensure and everything, but I was kind of getting my foot in the door at this high school. And so I started out as a paraprofessional. They're kind of like a teacher's aide. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so I was going there and like most of the teachers were white. A lot of the paraprofessionals were black or Hispanic. Right. And, they, and I told them like what my plan was like, oh, I'm getting my foot in the door. I'm going to advance up to teaching. I already have my licensure, blah, blah. I have like four year college degree, all that, whatever I need. Um, and they were like, you're not going to get hired because they don't hire black people unless you're like a coach or something. And I was like, I see what you're saying because I can see the staff. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you're in the sports, you're not really of mm -hmm. color. And again, this is in a New England area. So they're supposedly very progressive. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I was like, okay, well, let's see what happens. So there was this class that <laughs> there was this class that I was a paraprofessional in and they had a long-term sub and this long-term sub, she had no idea what she was doing. She was a white lady. She had no idea what she was doing. Like the, the kids would run all over her, just do whatever they want. No, nothing's getting taught all that. Right. And so, and so I start taking over. So literally she would be sitting in the class, even though she's, she's getting paid way more than I am. Cause I'm just right. a professional. She's getting paid like an actual, uh, even though it's a long-term sub, you're getting a teacher's pay. So yeah. she's getting paid that she's in the back while I'm teaching, I'm up there teaching and the kids are listening to me and education is happening, you know? And, um, you know, and I remember even telling her like, I mean, they gotta like you, like you're coming off to like, you need to just do this. And it's like, dude, like <laughs> they don't even see the value of an education if their parents and their parents before them, like either dropped out or never went to college or like you, like you have to like, kind of like show them that you actually care about them and you know, all this stuff. Like I'm, I'm teaching her basics, you know? And so what ends up happening is the principal was like, okay, we're going to open up the position to hire an actual teacher, right? And so I applied for the job, and she applied for the job. 
but she got the job. Even though, even the kids, even the kids were going up to the principal and saying, like, why didn't Mr. Last Name get the job? Like, she's Why didn't Mr. St. Clair get the job? <laughs> like, they're telling him she's terrible. She sucked. Like, these kids were not mincing words. They don't care. Like, right. they're telling him to his face, like, she sucks. She's horrible. She doesn't know what she's doing. She gets the job, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had a choice to make. And it's a choice that a lot of us go through where it's like, now I could have, I could have made a ruckus. I could have been like, you know, I mean, even to the Paris, I was like, well, I mean, it's hard to say that's, I don't know what, why I wouldn't have gotten hired considering the track record and the reviews and all that, but I'm going to try my best to suck this up and get through it. What ended up happening was he ended up, the principal <laughs> ended up calling um, the middle school and getting me a job there. So he put in a good word for me there. But I'll always remember that story because it's like, it's it's kind of like it goes back to that saying, like, you can't control how the, how the world responds to you, mm-hmm. but you can control how you react to it, Yeah, I guess. And, like, I feel like I could have called out racism. And I don't think, I don't know if it was racism. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it was one of those things, like, it crossed my mind. Because I'm like, what could it be? Like, I have better credentials. I have better all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even the students themselves are like, dude, like, you know? But I decided to try something else and not go crazy. And like, I don't know. Like, I get it. I get it. It's it's rough out there. It's rough out there for a pimp, as they say. And so. (laughs) I say that all the time. (laughs) I'll be like, I'll drop my sandwich on the floor and I'll be like, it's rough out here for a pimp. It's rough out there for a pimp. But I, I think it's like it's like we need instead of um I'm trying like, what is the point I'm trying to make here? It's kind of like instead of like there's enough enough shit that everyone goes through without putting each other down. Right. We're already we're literally already dealing with enough. Yeah. Like even though, like in that example, like I, I could have been like, okay, you know, this this seems like racism. I don't, I don't know, whatever, like that, stuff like that. The last thing I need is someone coming up to, up to me and being like, yeah, man, I told you, you black, you ain't ever going to make it. Like, I need something uplifting sometimes, you know, just a little bit. Like, right, you have like, to. Just a little bit. Like, I'm Dusty Brown, damn it. <laughs> where's the, where's the, where's the racism to Dusty Brown people? <laughs> Dusty Brown lives matter. Dusty Brown Lives Matter too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 again, like it's not even it's not even all about white people being racist either, because it, we just need to stop all this racial shit. Kind of like embrace the diversity. Embrace yes. the beautifulness that each of yes. us individually and uniquely bring and stop focusing on the negative part of it. 
because that's just dividing us. We need to embrace the good. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing this documentary recently. This guy, there was this guy named Daryl Dixon, and he goes, "Yeah, (laughs) he's a black guy." Bro, that's a bad. Oh, Daryl. I know. I know. Daryl Dixon. Oh my God. God. Okay. I know. God bless you. And, (laughs) And but what he does is he's a black guy. He goes around and he will actually convert Ku Klux Klan members into leaving the Ku Klux Klan. Like, listen, I couldn't do it. (laughs) I couldn't really do it, but he'll talk to them and they'll say some wild stuff to him sometimes. And yet he'll still just be a person. And he's convinced like a like grand wizards, like a bunch of people to leave the Ku Klux Klan. And I was like, Hey, I mean, I, again, I couldn't do it more power to you, but like, that's a good thing. But then I saw this one part where he was talking to um, a chapter of black lives matter and the, they weren't heads of it. They were just members, but they were saying like, Oh, you're wasting your time and stuff like that. And I was just like, like, no, like guys, we need to focus on the positive. Like, He's he ending gener- generations of racism, right. you know, like, like he's convincing people to cut off the generational curses right there. Mm-hmm. And then other white people in that community, especially ones that are part of the Ku Klux Klan, they see their grand wizard being like the saying it y'all like, even if they don't leave, that's a huge effect. That's a ripple effect. Like, even if he don't leave, maybe that guy who's thinking about it, his son might be like, yeah, maybe this ain't it. I don't know. It's like, we need to focus on the positive. Like, the people in Black Lives Matter doing their activism and everything, that's a good thing. Daryl Dixon convincing Ku Klux Klan members to leave the Ku Klux Klan, that's a good thing. Those are both good things. Y'all don't need to be arguing about, like, listen, you're wasting your time. No, you're wasting your time. No, you're... It's like... Just focus on the positive, man. Like, come on. So, like, the guy who was talking to you about, oh, you haven't experienced oppression and stuff like that, he should have just been, like, if anything, he should have asked questions about what you may have gone through. Or, like, want to hear your story because everyone has one. Even even, even Even though I talked about class and all that, even those that are at the tippity tip 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 top of financial stability, they still got problems too. I mean, like we're all human. I mean, do they? <laughs> I mean, you gotta put an asterisk next to right. it. You gotta, but I mean, like if I met the richest person in the world, I'm like, and we're having a discussion about you know class or whatever. At the same time, I'm still not going to, like, just call them a piece of shit to their face and, like, you know what, you're the reason why we we, we all have shitty lives or something. Because how is that going to convince him or her to change their outlook, I guess? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I'd prefer for them to act, see me as a human being and be like, you know what? You're maybe all right. Be, maybe I should be a little more humane. I mean, that that that... That poor dusty brown person is all right. <laughs> He's all right. He's okay. <laughs> <That's>... 
He's like great value static shock, but we still love him. <laughs> great value I know, right? I'm like, I know, saying some outlandish stuff. He's like, listen, you changed my world. I, I once saw you as a cockroach. Now I see you as a person. I'm just like, you know what? Thanks, for the, thanks David. For, for the greater good, I'll let it slide. <laughs> for, for the, the greater great, good, I, I'll let I it need, slide. I need a hundred thousand. I need, I need at least a grand to put a bandaid on the damage you just did to my heart. Right. I will take that new car, though. <laughs> Yes, you can pay. I am you entitled can. to financial compensation for my emotional damage. <laughs> emotional, emotional damage. Yeah, you you can take the check on this one. I I won't. I won't let this one slide. Right. <laughs> for that comment that you need to work on, bro. You need to work on how you talk to people. I know. I know. I'm working on it, man. It's like you know. After they after they get to a certain class, of just peasants. So you can't say that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I know, right? There's a... <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, if you want, you can reclaim it. You can put an A at the end of it. No, that doesn't make it better. That doesn't make it better, David. <gasps> David. David. <laughs> Naughty. David. <laughs> Go to timeout. <laughs> timeout. Well, you can put an A on it. That's what they're doing nowadays, right? We just put it. We just put it. We just put, put an A. A right? Your, your people reclaim that we're let's just can we get dessert can we get <laughs> david is about to <laughs> i need to put something else in this man's mouth so he stops talking <laughs> yeah i know listen uh, i know what's up with your boy q uh that's your friend right i mean <laughs> i've like met him once or twice he's like the godfather to your children you're like i don't actually know him that well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we work he together mean, i know i sound like i sound like a like an embattered spouse. He means well, you know, <laughs> he means well. He, listen, you know. He cares about me. He just doesn't know how to show it. Right. He doesn't know how to show it. Sometimes he messes up and everything is good for a while. You know, he can change. He can change. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. Yeah, so in, in a nutshell, though, um, <laughs> I don't know, like, it's it's been interesting because, again, when it, when it comes to, like, parenting, I try to be that neutral pillar. It's one of my tenets that I follow. And, um, but it's still interesting because even though I don't like, like, I'll talk about race sometimes with my oldest, but obviously not the little ones. Like, what am I going to say, you know? But even so, like, they do notice, like, my middle child, the one who has darker skin, mm -hmm. like he'll, he came home from kindergarten one day and like he colored in everyone's skin like his, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like anyone said anything, but that's yeah. what he sees, you know? And then like, sometimes he'll just be like, he'll just be like talking to my oldest and he'd be like, he'd be like, why are you so white? And then just be like, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, mom's white. So just kid stuff, you know, like, yeah. It's just, I mean, like, it's just, in, it's, just, it's just kid stuff, Bob. It's just kid stuff, Bob, man. Calm down. Calm just, down now. Just reach over and. <laughs> Come on, Q. Why can he say it, but I can't say it? Because you're grown, David. <laughs> David, <laughs> you can't please. Just, you can't just be calling people out by the color of their skin. Bro, but could you, like. <laughs> What's crazy is that if this was, like, 50, 60 years ago. Like, your oldest son, like, 
if he got into a car wreck, your youngest son wouldn't be able to go see him because they wouldn't believe that they were family. Yep. Does that ever just like floor you sometimes? But like oh, yeah. 60, 60 years seems like a long time, but it's not. Oh, it's not. It's People not. Still alive. Right. Bro, Ruby Bridges is still alive. <laughs> right. Ruby and, Bridges is still living. <laughs> exactly. And that's why it's like, and that's why, um, that's why I try to look at the positive of things. Racism exists. It's still it's still a, a big thing. There's and still a lot of becoming things. Becoming bigger, I guess. For, I don't even know why though. It should get. Why is smaller. racism and sexism on the rise? Why? Like why? It make any why sense. are all of these things coming back? We should be moving forward. What is happening? Yeah. Why is it? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like. Yeah, I don't get it. Because at first I was, at first I was like, well, because like you know, racism, racist situations would happen and stuff, and I'm like, you know, it's gonna take a while. I mean, them people still alive, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> those people who were spitting and sending dogs and calling people names and fire hoses and segregation in schools. I mean, they're they're still alive, so. I mean, relatively, we were advancing, and now we're kind of going back for some weird reason. All I know is if there was ever, like, a quote-unquote race war, like some people would <laughs> be talking about, my family's screwed, so. Because I don't even know how you d divide us up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. You're screwed, too. I don't know. I don't know how you get divided. Neither side will want me. We'll end up in the middle. Switzerland. No, not Switzerland. It's still violence. Oh. We have to like start like our own. That's not a bad idea for a book. We have to start like our own. Like you have all these outcasted people who are like the in betweens, mm -hmm. and they end up being like the uprising, like the underdogs. Just this huge like uprising of underdogs. With mixed people. Of like mixed people. <laughs> the the light skinned people, the people like me, your mm -hmm. family who they they tried to take your wife into the white side. She wouldn't go without you and, and, and the kids. They just threw the whole family away. They're like, She's trash, get rid of her. <laughs> yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah, but it I don't it makes me think though, like even even about the future and stuff. Like for example, even though my my oldest looks super white. Is he still eligible for minority scholarships? <laughs> like, what do they go by? I have no idea. I mean this affectionately, but that white-ass last name, probably not. <laughs> You're right. Like, You're, also, if it, if his name You're was right. Dante, like, maybe. True. But, like, but what's your oldest son's name, Julius? Isaac. S sounds Amish. So... Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. They're gonna, he's going to be, like, I had this experience. Um, they did, like, the scholarship, like, meeting for, like, uh, black and Hispanic people. And they called me into the room because they went by name. So I was a Garcia, so I ended up in the room. I'm the only fucking white person in this auditorium filled with, like, actual, like, dark-skinned black people and, and, and light-skinned and Mexicans. I'm like... 
cool. Everyone's staring at me. Like, but that's what's going to happen to Isaac is that they're going to do like the scholarship meeting. He's going to walk in and be like, hello, brothers. And they'll be like, (laughs) sit sit your ass down. And he's like, okay, sit your ass down, Q-tip. He's like, okay. Wait, do you wait? Do you call your kids Q-tips? How cute would that be? Because you you call yourself Q. No, that's so cute. Don't you Q-tips. miss that opportunity? Don't Q-tips. you miss that opportunity? Don't you hashtag Q-tips? To, hashtag oh, trademark Q-tips. Q-tips. Stop. I'm, I'm gonna make the matching shirts with my cricket and send it to you for Christmas. Q-tips. Oh That's the God. Christmas for Q-tip squad. Q-tip squad. Q-tip squad. Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna make one for your wife too. <laughs> <laughs> She's the box. <laughs> you, you're the Q-tip. <laughs> this is I mean, a big Q-tip and then a little Q-tips. A little, little Q-tips. I was gonna say that. Never mind. I'm withholding that comment. So go ahead. What were you saying? Um, um, but, but, oh yeah, I was going to say like, but even in that case that you gave, like what, why should that matter? Even though you're, it shouldn't, even though you're not dark as dark as them, why does it matter? If you have that same heritage? I don't know if you tell me I've been dealing with it my whole life, bud. That's why this whole race thing is stupid. Racism stupid. Sexism stupid. stupid. Racism between racism between already minor between already like marginalized groups. Already marginalized groups is like even more stupid. It's stupid. It's like like, gay gay people should be helping black people. Black black people should be helping Mexicans. Mexicans should be helping Asians. Asians should be helping disabled people. Like we should all be helping everybody. You know, funny enough. The most unified community that I've seen in my lifetime is the LGBTQIA community. I agree. And and I even though I know they have their their, their qualms. Like, yeah, you know, against you know certain members or parts or what the whatever is, the community as a broad umbrella is just like we're doing this. F it and be like, oh, but what does being trends have to do with being gay if they're kind of two different things they're like it doesn't matter we are family we are all doing this for the good of this whole community like y'all are unified as f and then we kind of have to include yourself in that we we are don't you you're don't don't even (laughs) we 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 are ally you're an ally okay um but like also as like as queer people, we know what it's like to be oppressed literally from the moment that we're born. So like you will find gay people who are super protective of their black friends, who are super protective of their disabled friends. Like I feel like if another marginalized group came, like if it was like we had houses and it was like we had this giant mansion where all the LGBTQ people lived, and then like another marginalized group knocked on the door and was like, "Hey, our house burnt down." We're like, "Yeah, come in. We'll make waffles. Come on in, guys. Get you some food. Like, come on in. We'll make you a bed." Because we're just like, damn, son, like. You know what? All right, black community, I'm talking to y'all real quick. We need to jump. We need to jump in with the LGBTQIA community. Then, just, just, just throw like um. Be like the LGBTQIA 
BL plus. We'll just say like for black or something. And yeah. We'll jump on it. We'll be loved and cherished and we'll all ride this ship together. There and you go. Also, I would like to say that, you know how we talked about the fact that like more men commit, more and more men are committing suicide. One of the mm. highest suicide rates is black members of the queer community. Mm. Because black gay men are treated like shit. Like absolute like shit. Yeah. And it's I mean, as if all queer people aren't treated like shit, but like gay black men, trans black men, it is like game over. Non binary black men. Anytime that you put black male in front of anything and then it's something that's undesirable, quote unquote, people lose their fucking minds. Like, oh, but he should be a strong black man representing his community. Well, why can't he be a strong black gay man representing his community? Why can't he right. be a happy non-binary them representing their community? Right. Like, why do they? Why do they have to be these strong, stoic, aggressive figures? Like, I don't mm. understand how. And black communities confuse me. And I've done so many studies on these. We've talked about this. It's like you want these men to be strong and able, but then you treat them in a way that makes them cold, and then we wonder why there's such high black crime. Like you can't, you can't put a seed in the dark expect and expect it to grow. Right. Like you literally cannot do that. Yeah. Like, al allow your black sons to feel things and be able to ask questions and be soft and be gentle. And encourage that. That way we don't end up with your quote-unquote, like, thugs or, like, the stereotypes that people, like, if you hear, you know, that you get a domestic violence call, uh, it's either a white man that you assume or a black man. Like, mm -hmm. if there's a bunch of people in the room and somebody gets a call that somebody's been shot, everybody's looking at the black man. Yep. We, we, yep. Have to, we have to break these systems. Like, it has to stop. Yeah, these young men committing violence, um, you know, they're, they're, it, it doesn't excuse at all what they did, but it's a cry for help, you know, and like even people that join gangs, I mean, they're, they're seeking community, they're seeking love and attention, they're seeking acceptance, belonging, they're like, you know, I'll be part yeah, of it, it, to be part of exactly a purpose, they're like, they know on some level, like, yeah, this ain't, I mean, this ain't cool, but what do I got? You know, at least while I'm alive, as short as that may be, I got someone that actually cares for me. Someone. And that's better than nothing. Yep. And that's sad. And again, that's why, like, this whole oppression game is, is so dumb. I literally was on Facebook the other day where... I'm like part of this hip hop gaming anime group, something like that. But um, it is overwhelmingly uh, black members. Um, I mean, there's, you know, people of all races, but it seems overwhelmingly black. And there was a post talking about uh, black women are more oppressed than black men because black men, you know, they're men and men are higher on the scale of oppression or whatever you want to call it than women are which it's like okay i see where they're coming from but at the same time i was like i don't know what the point of this post is except to divide people further i don't understand like what the point of this is you know 
it's like we can because especially since people don't actually want to have a discussion about how to solve any of these oppressions that people feel they're just like listen you're over there i'm over here i deem that you are less or more oppressed based on what i perceive so be like oh you're a white male forget you don't even talk don't even say anything you're done oh you're a black man all right come over here you're oppressed wait a minute but we got one of our black sisters here now you shut up now we have a black sister who's also queer so now you black now you cis black sisters need to shut up right. like it's weird why can't we just have a fucking discussion <laughs> it's really the world weird. sucks and we're being oppressed for being the way that we are fuck off let's fight the patriarchy let's fight people that we need to fight let's eat the rich burn burn down the hierarchy and start over but we have to do it together that's but that's the thing is that the media and like the politics and everything has everybody so divided the left mm -hmm. versus the right the blue versus the red yeah. you know and then we have um the blacks versus the white and then inside mm -hmm. the blacks you have the light skins versus the dark skins you have yeah. the whites versus the hispanics you have the hispanics mm -hmm. versus the mixed you have like mexicans and cubans don't always get along my dad told me that too like mm -hmm. what the fuck? like what do you all mean why do you yeah. why do marginalized people want to divide the margin like if we stopped putting the margins between ourselves and stood up together and realized that the system is broken and that we need to fix it if we mm -hmm. could ever come together as we the people the government would be done and they know yeah. that so they mm -hmm. keep pushing this shit to keep us apart yep exactly because the house divided can't stand it literally exactly. says that sound familiar does that sound familiar that's a thing yeah no no you said it perfectly i mean that's exactly what it is because they, i mean that they're constantly going to keep dividing us with all this stupid stuff that doesn't really mean anything and then meanwhile like you know saying like politicians or stuff like that like they're all cordial to each other within the walls of congress and all that stuff unless you're like, donald trump calling people pocahontas <laughs> i forgot all about that i, I did forgot. not i forgot <laughs> i forgot all about that. well yeah well that's a special case <laughs> he's he's ab he's abnormal but <laughs> but yeah i mean like like at any time, like even if you notice in the news and stuff, they always highlight the most extreme examples. Always the extreme. It's like, and the reason it, it's supposed to make you mad, you know, it's supposed to make you like look at whoever is not in your tribe and be like, er, those people, they're my opposition, they're my enemy, stuff like that. Like, people who have the most extreme views, they're on the fringe, but they're the loudest. Most people, doesn't matter what issue you, you're you talking about, like, most people are somewhere in, like, the middle. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's there's a range in the middle, but most people are not extreme. It doesn't matter, like, what issue you're talking about. Like, even when we talked about um, the whole abortion issue uh, recently. And I was saying how, like, statistically, everybody is uh, pro-life to a point or pro-choice to a point. Because nobody, because the extreme is like, 
no abortion, even in the cases of rape and incest. So most people are like, them people crazy. And then there, you got the extreme over here, like, listen, you should be able to abort a baby. I don't care if it's like nine months. Those people also crazy. But most people you have somewhere in the middle where they're like, rape and incest and life of the mother. Yes, should be no question. Okay, now from there, we have a discussion on when exactly does this abortion debate lie? Where's the line? Is it first trimester? Is it second trimester? And statistically, you'll see people kind of divide off depending on where that is. But you'll get a general consensus Mm -hmm. somewhere in the middle. And so, like, for a lot of these issues, you could probably take, like, a majority, whatever, be like, oh, it's like, a you know, most people think that we're just going to go with that or something like that, you know? It's kind of like when, like, gay marriage was a thing. Most people were kind of like, yeah, just let gay people, even the people that were like, ugh, gay people, they were still like, well, I mean, they're not, like, hurting anyone. Who cares what they do in the privacy of their own bedroom? They love each other. They should be able to have a union as well, blah, blah, blah. Fine, let them have, let them get married, you know? So that's on that end. And then this one's like, just like, let them get married. So it's like, but most people are in the middle. They're just like, who who cares, you know? And so a lot of the issues are like that. But all you hear is the extreme stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Somebody called someone the N-word over a microphone today. Oh, my God. Someone said the N-word in 2022. Like, you know, I don't know. But, but anyway, I have a I have a clip for us. I think that would be fun. Okay. <laughs> I lo- Wait, you just came so hot off of that. You're like, okay, clip, <laughs> clip, 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 clip. <laughs> How's that sound to you? Give me a clip. All right, let's do. And I, I, we could st- we could stop it here and there, depending on what. Okay. You know. I'll like put my hand up if I want to stop it. I'm like, hey. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. This is a clip called "Do All Multiracial People Think the Same?" Ooh, is this a Jubilee? Uh, Spectrum. Okay. Hmm. Not not to be confused with the stupid cable company that used to be Time Warner Cable. I still remember your Time Warner Cable. Don't try to lie. Likewise, you changed uh, everything's different. Time Warner Spectrum. Time Warner Cable sucked, but Spectrum's yeah. awesome. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, her, oh, her smile, smile is beautiful. That might work. Uh, da, 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 or should I? Ah, uh, whatever. I'll go with this one. What's up, good humans? I'm so excited because we just dropped our human good collection called Surface Level. I'm wearing one of the shirts. It's literally the most comfortable thing in the world. You have to go to humangoodla.com to check out all the rest of the shirts and everything else that we have on there, but we're selling out like... I do use the N-word, but I only say it when I'm around fellow black people, so my friends or my family who are black. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't look black, so when it comes out of my mouth, they're like, whoa. Huh. You're mixed race, correct? Yes, sir. I am mixed with African and Asian. I am more Asian than My dad was from El Salvador, and my mom is half Japanese, half Jewish. Oh, wow. He's lovely. My ethnicity is Filipino and Black. I do feel more inclined to my Black side more than my Filipino side. My mother is white, and my dad is Iranian. 
all throughout high school. Oh, nice. I just nice. pretended I was white because I looked very white. I am half Chinese, half Russian Jewish. I never oh, really connected to either side, just somewhere in the middle. Mom, she's the one. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Mom is Jamaican and my dad is Australian. Being Ooh. mixed race is a race. I like, I like combos. these combos. They're, like not, they're not all like, like they're, they're Jamaican cool. and Australian. Yeah, they're all different. People think I'm hot because I'm mixed race. It's going to be yes. Oh, oh wow. wow. It's going to be a yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seventy-four <laughs> percent. As a mixed agree. black person, a lot of people are like, "Oh my God! Like you're like light skin. You look so nice. Like you don't look like all the other ghetto girls." And I'm like, "Oh, like exactly. what is that supposed to mean? Exactly. That's my aunt." Like exactly. On first dates, most of the time, people be like, "Oh, no wonder you're so attractive," or like, "No wonder you're so gorgeous." And I'm just like, "Ugh, I don't love that reaction." <laughs> Can I just? <laughs> I need to say something real quick. <laughs> Yo, I feel like it is good to diversify your bonds, though. Like, sometimes, I'm not trying to be messed up, but sometimes I'll see someone and I'm like, I could tell their gene pool has not diversified much do you know what i'm saying yeah like, i'm like you, like you, you guys need to that's just healthy genetics 101 you see <laughs> so you see someone named emma and every single person in her family looks exactly the same like they're all like they're all you know what i mean like you know right. those families like it's like emma her mom's name is ashley yeah. their dad's name is daniel and yeah. they're oh, all daniel. like yes. the air the aryan race and you're like, yes. you all look, you could be fucking related because you all yes. look the same. Exactly. No, we were watching, me and me and my wife were watching a reality show the other day. This dude came on the screen. He didn't even say nothing. They didn't even say nothing about him. And I was like, that dude's Mormon. And then he was like, yeah, I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm Mormon. I was, she was like, how did you know that? I'm like, because like they have this certain look, like it, it just looks so similar. They look like the American Eagle poster cards for Christmas. <laughs> like, you know, or like how whenever you. <laughs> he interned at like I killed Abercrombie and Fitch. And... Or like, you know how whenever um, around the holidays, Hallmark just releasing their cheesy romance movies and they yeah. all look the fucking same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to answer the question that they just asked in the video. Okay. So sometimes I do get more attention when people find out that I'm mixed. Mm. But there was a guy that I worked with, and he was one of the—he was the guy that was like, "Hey, come here real quick." I walked over. I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "What you got in you?" Which I hear all the time. <laughs> what you got in you? <laughs> and I'm like, Cuban, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Nigerian, Blackfoot. Dutch and Irish. And he's like, I knew you had Cuban. I can tell from the hips. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, as soon as people find out that I'm Hispanic, it's like, they already think I'm thick. And then they uh -huh. find out that I'm Hispanic and it's like, oh, so she's like El Thicadoro. And I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> but like, I get that. Like, sometimes people are like, I went out and I wore this yellow, like, crop top one time. Had my hair down, had my had my my makeup done, my lips were red, 
And like even Charles was like extra on me that day, and he was like, "You look like really Spanish today." I'm just about it, and I'm like, "Fuck, babe, <laughs> no, <laughs> not you too." <laughs> like there are outfits that he says that make me look more Hispanic, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. "Okay, like there's like I don't know how else to explain these. You know the slut pants you can get from Walmart." Like, they're like the leggings, and they're really soft and stretchy. Like, women get them, and they have, like, the bell bottoms, and when they put them on, it, like, goes all the way up the crack, and, like, you know what I mean? The slut Mm -hmm. pants. Well, I have, like, Mm -hmm. seven pairs of those. Mm -hmm. And I have two of them that are, like, floral and are very, like, Spanish printy. Like, you know, like, how would it? And Charles, like, he'll be like, mm, so we're Latina today. Whenever I put on, like, the outfit. So, like, I I, I, I feel that, though. But I I get it. I, I get, do no. get it. No, like I get people, it people are like, oh, the, the fat white girl. Like, oh, the thick Cuban. Okay. Okay. Like, it changes their perception of me as soon as they find out that I'm mixed with something. Right. It's like like my wife is is white, but she's she's a little thick. And I like it. Like, I told of, her. Of, like, of course she would be. There's no way. Yeah. The, the, yeah, Im- the image that I have in my head of your wife, that's very fitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's. No, I don't. Can I see a picture of your wife? How long have I known you? And I have no clue what your what? wife What? Like. You've never seen... Okay, I'll You've show never you. sent me a picture. I've never sent you... Okay, I'll show I ha- you. I'll show you I, have se- I have seen your youngest spawn. Okay. And I haven't seen anyone else. Well, yeah, she, um, she's, she's thin. And I'm, I was like, I was like, make sure you don't lose too much weight. Because she's like... <laughs> <laughs> but she'll, but she'll, sometimes she'll wear these shirts, though, that have, like, the little frill, whatever, yeah. on the... And then it's frilly yeah. and stuff. And then she'll wear like the hoop ear, the hoop mm-hmm. earrings. I'm a, oh. I'm a slut for hoop earrings. Hoop earrings. I believe it in I, supremacy. I'm telling you, the the no matter what anybody thinks about me, the the black side of me comes out when them hoop earrings come on. Charles calls them my mix of hoops. My he says what he says whenever I wear my hoop earrings that I'm like extra ghetto. And he's like <laughs> he calls them my Mexa hoops. He's like, Oh he, damn, you got the Mexa hoops in today, baby. We're he's gonna feeling it the, though. He's like, We're gonna roll the R's in Garcia today, aren't we? And I'm like, ah <laughs> You're like taking them off. He's like, What are you doing? Put them back on. Come here. Please. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you said last time I get one joke. <laughs> I get one joke with him. I'm sorry. Let's slide, please. Oh God. Please. Yeah, hoops, uh, hoops, frills, all that. Got you. Okay. Anyways. Back to <laughs> our, back to our, our program. program. Back to our program. I've always found like it's like just an awkward thing to bring up in conversation because there's like all the memes where like people are like, "Oh, did you know like I'm mixed or whatever?" And it's like bringing it up in like the natural flow of conversation is always kind of weird. I need to see these memes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about <laughs> Have you not seen like the the logic memes where he's like, oh, I'm biracial. And oh. it's like, you haven't seen No! <laughs> he's just always bringing up how he's like half black. And that's like what the meme is. I'm allowed to say racial slur. Okay. <laughs> that's actually extra funny to me because I actually listen to logic. Mm-hmm. Or I used to. I don't know. I think he's kind of corny now. He does rap. But yet, seriously, every other song is about how, like, I look white, but I'm actually half black. <laughs> every I'm other. I'm just like, cool, bro. Nice, nice <laughs> cool story. story. Can we have the cool lyrics? Story. Can we move on? <laughs> as long as I'm part of that. 
Me personally, I do not say the N word. I just, I just don't. I just doesn't flow out right. But like for my Asian side, obviously I can call my like fellow girlies chinks and stuff. But like obviously, if someone else said that, you get the fist. I agree. Um, I do use the N word, but I only say it when I'm around fellow Black people, so my friends or my family who are Black. But at the same time, I'm like I don't look Black, so when it comes out of my mouth, they're like, whoa. I try my best to only use the M word around like my black friends just because it creates this like weird air when I'm with like white people. It's a slippery slope that I don't like to go down. Probably makes them really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and not, it actually like more than you think, it's not even uncomfortable. A lot of them think it's really cool and then some people will feel entitled to do that and then mm. you just don't want to have that conversation. That was me with my Asian friends. It's yeah. like a lot of Asian people like like to link, go into black culture sometimes, Yes. You know? I did get into a little bit of an altercation in high school for calling uh, white people colonists. That was the thing. <laughs> and people were like, that's a racial slur. I don't think it is. That's not a racial slur. <laughs> Personally, I'd, I don't feel comfortable using any slurs. If I haven't heard those slurs towards me, then I, maybe I'd... I'm not in a position to reclaim them. I agree. I agree. On what she just I, said. Yeah. Like, we've talked about it. I don't use the N-word. I don't. It makes me really uncomfortable. Um, not only do I not use it, I get uncomfortable when I hear people say it. Mm. I even get uncomfortable with, like, the A version. And oh, the okay. reason why is because I hear it so much. Mm. And I feel like it's like, at this point, like, why is it such an extensive vocabulary word? I feel like at one point in time, it was like, you heard the N-word in rap songs. Yeah. Or, like, you heard the N-word in the movies where, like, they were in the hood. Right. And there's this little busser boy that I work with at my job. And he's uh, either, he's either completely black or he's mixed. And I have literally stopped him and been like, you say the N-word every other word. Like, it literally isn't even like he's saying the ER. It right. isn't even like anything against him. It is simply for the fact that every every sentence, it's in there. And mm. I'm like, you need to maybe figure out a different way of expressing yourself. Because that word is excessive. Excessive. Um, so, I don't know. I think I agree. Um, I have been called the N-word. I have been called, de like, der 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 derivations. Whatever. Oh, oh. Of, yeah? Um, you know what I'm I know what about? I know what you're saying. Uh, Other versions. Or alternative I've been called alternative versions, versions of that word. Mm -hmm. I've been called, um... I've been called a spick, which is a Spanish mm -hmm. slur. I've been called a lot of different slurs, and A, I don't like how they make me feel when they're directed toward me, so I don't want to project that back out. Mm -hmm. And it's also never used toward me in a harsh manner, so I don't, I don't use them. I don't feel like I have any right to. If we were in a room full of people, and you heard me drop the hard ER, or even heard me drop, like, the A, you would stop and look at me. If you didn't know me, you would be like, that little white girl just said the N-word. Because that's how I'm perceived to people. It's not worth the fight for me to be like, oh, I'm mixed. Or oh, I'm Hispanic. I would just rather not use it. Mm. I hear you. Um, 
I think I said um, I have I have a card. I like use the A like with you like three times a year. <laughs> like three times a year. <laughs> got a punch card. Like mm-hmm. all right, got two more Christmas. Whispering um, the song because I hear on the radio. I don't know, but I'm I'm weird though too. Like even if a white person said even the ER version, um, I probably wouldn't react angrily. I mean, I've heard it said the ER version from a white person. I wouldn't react angry. I'd probably be shocked, and then I'd be like, "Well, I guess I, I'm not gonna fuck with you." I mean, right. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, we, ain't, you know, I'm not gonna be friends with you. I'm not gonna take you seriously, whatever. Um, and then the example you gave about the person every other sentence, I think that's a problem. I think that's like, like, that's kind of like people who don't know how to tone down swearing in certain situations. Um, you know, like, like there's kids around and you can't stop swearing like that. Like you, like you literally can't stop like saying crazy inappropriate stuff around little kids. Like to me, that's like a sign that something's wrong, you know, like you don't have the tact. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be around my grandma and be like, ah, this bitch, fuck, like, you know what I mean? Like just out of respect, like I could be, but I mean, just out of respect, I guess. Um, I much th- I agree with that as well, because I mean yeah. you know that I I have a I cuss a lot I cuss a lot I cuss more than you do, and mm-hmm. I do I do have one of those mouths because I I I don't know I <laughs> I don't know I just do, but also <laughs> I don't have to say the word fuck every ten seconds. Right. I can have That's an right. entire conversation with you, with using one of the cuss words for emphasis without you being so without you being like wow. You don't know how to talk without cussing. I can, yeah. and I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional. I'm a professional three times You're over. You're a professional. <laughs> I'm, a pro- I'm, a pro- I'm a professional yeah. at my job. I'm a manager. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional with Fantasy World. Like I know when to turn it off. Mm-hmm. I'm also a professional with my business. I have never, ever cussed when it comes to my business whatsoever. Because that's not the image that I want to project to people. Right. Right. Like Kitten Confetti Chris and this podcast Chris are two very different entities and I'm going mm-hmm. to give the energy separately. And I and I think that's important. And I, I recognize that you like even early on. Like Chris Chris is open, like she's loud and proud. She's who she is, and I love that about you. At the same time, I also recognize like I know that she can filter herself if it's a situation that called for it. 100%. In most cases, it doesn't call for it. And I wouldn't want you to filter yourself. I want you to be you in like as many situations as possible, you know. But I also know like, it, but that's a good thing because it'd be like, oh, if I like brought my littlest one around you, I know you're not just gonna be like, oh yeah, dildos or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I I know that. It's like there's a difference there, as far as like the whole like racial slurs and stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm weird. It depend like context to me is everything. I agree. Um, Such a situational. Situational. Even for myself, I don't say like say the n word often. So, but I'll say I'll use it for humor. I used it for humor today. You know what I mean? So like, he made he made I, me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I needed it so bad. Right, like you know. Um, um, you know, I, and I've known people close to me that are like white or 
not black or whatever, and they've used it for the right situation or the right slur for the it's 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 a fine line it's a fine line and i feel like most people know i mean number one you got to be okay in that circle you know you can't just be saying crap to anybody but i also think that people know when a racial slur is being hurled at you and it's out of malice you know like if someone is saying even if they're using the the a the a at the end even if they're black, I can kind of tell. You can tell if they're trying to, you know, really put we you brought, down. We brought this up in a previous podcast as well. That whenever someone is arguing with you, that they will pick one of those slurs from something about you if you're a minority. And yeah. it's on the tip of their tongue. Like, mm-hmm. you see the intent. Yeah. Like, it's like whenever people argue with me, they either A, want to call me queer. Or, or the F word. They want to call me fat. Or they want to call me a dumb bitch. Which if somebody was arguing with you. You will hear that in rolling in the back of their throat. They're mm-hmm. waiting for you to push them to the point. Where they can be like. N word. Like mm-hmm. at you. And then you're like. Like there it is. And, it, yeah. and it's sad. That I know. That that's what people default to. When they get angry with me. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It's like, for the record, like for anyone watching that, that's probably not going to work on me. If anything, I'll just take a video of you and use it against you. Like, I'll just chuckle and be like, wow, at this point, I've, I've won the conversation. Right. I've, like I've won the argument because you have defaulted to throwing insults. You aren't even having a conversation where, where you're stooped to that level at that point. It's kind of a good rule of thumb for arguments in general. If they resort to name calling... And slurs, they they've lost. It's like an instant KO. They 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 have nothing of substance to say anymore. I would like I would like to say though that my filter is fantastic. Oh, I know. Uh, I am a professional customer service representative. Oh, I know. Even I spent you- <laughs> I spent four I spent four and a half hours with Charles's grandparents. With like the most modest outfit on that I had ever had, and I was like, and I was like, goodness gracious, you know, I just can't believe that they did that. It's just so silly. And at the end of it, they told Charles how incredibly charming I was, that I was very polite and well mannered, and I was like, <laughs> well, You're like, fuck, <laughs> you don't know me. I know that's why I was I was like when I heard my mother in law watching this, I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? No, no. No, no. don't do that. Don't she watch wasn't this. ready. Don't watch this. Family don't yeah. need to be watching it. You need to do that. Don't need to be watching it. <laughs> okay. Go somewhere else. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want my follows and like no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, well, no. Support me far. Yeah, seriously, donate, <laughs> Patreon, something. How you pass is more important than your actual race. Ooh, ooh, what? Mm. More important than your actual race. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Oh, interesting. In America today, walking down the street, 
it matters what you look like. No, people fair. are gonna judge you based on the race that they perceive you to be. When I walked on the street, people aren't gonna look at me the same way as they look at someone who's perceived as black. And so I just wanna like really acknowledge the reality of that. I wouldn't disagree with you at all, but at the same time, I think the most important thing is just how you grew up. Someone that has a black parent that doesn't appear black, they were still raised by a black person. They still like, everything that their parents experience is passed down to them, whether it's through story or just through actions. I'm actually Ooh, just, just knowledge. Knowledge. Which right, is, I, guess, I felt that. Middle line, just because um, I can't do that, then I'm here, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm on somewhat agree because uh, I'm an actor and when I go into casting calls, it only matters what I look like and it only matters what race they think I am, which is a lot of times white, but I'll, sometimes I'll get called in for things that are not my ethnicity, and that's because of my career, that's what's important with that. I'm trying to hide some... So, have you seen like, those TikToks where it's like, um, it'll be like someone who's a few shades dark, like darker than you, like mm -hmm. walking into a, to do like a, like a casting role for a, um, uh, like a, like a movie, and mm. they're like they're like do a Nigerian accent, and they're like, or, or like talk Nigerian, and they're like, hi guys, how are you today? And they're like, no, how your dad would say it, and they're like, hi guys, how are you today? And they're like, oh, <laughs> they're like oh, that's just you, but deeper, like that's how my dad talks. And they're right. like, okay, no, give us a Nigerian accent. Like, oh, but the stereotypical Nigerian accent that you sing in movies all the time that you all make fun of. And then, and then they're like, "Yeah!" And it's like, "No!" They're going to leave. It's like, "We'll give you a quarter of a million dollars." It's like, "Welcome to Nigeria, man!" No, 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 no. <laughs> See, I know, but that's like I'm just kidding. Shit, I'm Nigerian. <laughs> like to me, that's like that pure class shit, because that means that those people are not actually around like other Nigerians or mm -hmm. other ethnic groups. They only know the stereotypical, superficial shit. Right. That is so telling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, you're right though. You're exactly right. Talk like your dad. <laughs> the I am. Hey. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you want? No, okay, fine. God, I'll level with you. Talk like a stereotypical Nigerian that just got off the boat. But no, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> like it's like, okay. <laughs> what role am I playing? Right. Why why do you want this? I, I understand I understood both sides of that. I understood the one who said that it matters what you look like almost mm -hmm. for your safety. Yep. Okay. Yep, I'll give that. I'll give that. that. And I also understand other dude who dropped his wisdom, you know, that but we can't lose ourselves in that. Like we have to still like we have to have pride in that to an extent. Right. And I, I see that too. Um what was the next question that they had pulled up there? I've tried to hide some of my racial identity, and then I think it's cut off. Or no, no maybe that's it. I've tried no, to hide. No, I, I, I've never. No. Tried to. I don't think I. I literally would forget what race I am because I, I would not think about race, and then mm -hmm. somebody would bring it up to me. Right. And then I'd think about race again. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I was just like, oh, I'm just. I mean, I've, I've always been very proud to be Hispanic. I was like one of the only Hispanic people that I knew. I think I was the only Hispanic person in my elementary school. Mm -hmm. I was the only one of the only Hispanic people. I'm the only Garcia that I know mm -hmm. in this area. Like I don't know another Garcia. 
Like, whenever I went to, I want to say Moorhead State University, which is where I went to college, mm-hmm. they do, like, your name and then by number. Mm-hmm. And I was Garcia02. Which, oh, means wow. there, which means that there was only actively one other person on the campus with my last name. Dang. So, like, I've always been super... I mean, I literally am not changing my last name when I get married. I am very proud of my Garcia. And that and so, that's and that's very extra interesting because that's where, based on where you're at, too. Because if you were... If it was back where I lived, then, like, your name was, like, last name was very common. And here it's not. And people are like people not. are like Garcia. You're Hispanic. Like this, that we don't have <laughs> culture around here. I'm waiting for like the you're Asian. It's like Ru- oh god, right. <laughs> wow, you know nothing about. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm also Irish. No, oh no, no. that's no. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down before you hurt yourself. Um, right. But, like, we don't have culture in this area, especially, like, where I'm from. If we drive two hours away to Columbus, it's a different, entirely different story. Like, you saw that when we had lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but where I am right now, we got white people. And the people that we do have that are black or Hispanic are very few and far between. Mm. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I've, I mean, I, I've, I've never tried to hide it. Um, there are features that I love. I love my curls. You know, I love curls. I love, the I curls. love my curls. And then my middle child has curls. I love, he has better curls than I do. And I'm hot. Oh, love his curls. Don't, don't ever. We always tell him like, don't, don't ever cut those curls. But, um, um, I'm not going to sit here and like, does he have the I ringlets? T- yeah. The little, yeah. the little rings. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful head of hair. Beautiful. But, um, but yeah, I'm also not going to sit here and like not enjoy the perks too. Like mm-hmm. I don't get sunburned. You know what I mean? Like I enjoy that shit. Where like my my family getting lathered up. They be over there spending like 15 20 minutes. Did you're you already my, you're already in the sun. <laughs> did you get my back of the neck? Are you sure? What about this part? This part's exposed. I'm over there just chilling like I blister y'all ready like <laughs> i also have a melanin problem like my skin doesn't react well to sunlight like i just doesn't right. um and i do if i'm out in the sun i will gain color but it's really hard and it's really painful and i'm never going to be as dark as i'm supposed to be like whenever i was 11 mm-hmm. i think i got almost the same color as you i was outside so much and oh, i wow. finally looked my race it was amazing it was so wonderful <laughs> Hmm. You ever think about doing like tanning or something or tanning beds um, or whatever? A, I really am horrified of tanning beds. I don't like small enclosed spaces. Um, also, I don't like that. Like, I don't like forcing UV rays onto my skin. And also, I'm already really sensitive to UV rays because of you know my yeah. melanin problem. So I don't even. Yeah. I think concentrating it would make it worse. Oh, I see. So if I naturally can't gain color, I don't want it. I know nothing about tanning beds, so I, I was just throwing it out there. It's just not my thing. <laughs> right. Um, but also, also with the last question, they were talking about like, um, like it, like the second guy mentioning mm-hmm. like, oh, it depends on what how your parents raised you, stuff like that. I feel that I feel that too, um, because even though like say, um, 
you know, my kids are mixed and, you know, some of them look white or whatever, stuff like that. Like, I guarantee you, they're probably going to have more knowledge about, like, black history and stuff like that mm-hmm. than quite a few black people that are far darker than them and grew up in mm-hmm. predominantly black communities. Because, again, it goes back to that whole education part. Right. Where they're underserved educationally. And that's, and that's so we're not even talking about if those kids are actually incentivized to listen, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, already they're going to have, like, a more in-depth um, sense of, like, where they came from in that aspect and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know? And even the ancestor DNA thing was fascinating. I was, like, showing my oldest and stuff like that. And, like, it straight up told me. They were like, listen, <laughs> your people were slaves. Like, we know. Sorry about your papa. Yeah, seriously. It was like, listen, <laughs> you're Nigerian side of you. Over here in the, it was in the West Virginia colonies and everything. They were like, "Listen, you, you were, your family was slaves." I was like, "Okay, that, that's interesting, I guess." <laughs> so, but yeah, I've tried to hide some of my racial identity. I know, I know this guy in the back did. Oh, the actor. No, he has. Of my racial identity. Three, two, one, go. Oh, oh wow. wow. Interesting. Even throughout high school, I just pretended I was white completely. And there was a time when my dad picked me up from school. It was a whole thing. And people were saying, like, oh, your dad's a terrorist. That's fucked up. I had never oh, experienced oh, anything like that. that. Or they'd That's ask me about up. it. They'd make bomb I, jokes. I, I, and consider it, that. it hurt to hear people saying stuff like that about my dad. That's messed up. A similar thing happened to me, like, when I was in elementary school. My dad came and dropped me off at school. And he's, like, a dark-skinned black man. And he's from the hood on top of that. So, like, he has a certain, like, aura to him. And a lot of people look at me like, that's your dad? And I'm like, yeah, that's my dad. And they're like, he looks so scary. And I'm like, why does he look scary to you? Why should he look scary to you? And like, the only thing that's keeping me away from this strongly disagree is because when I was younger, I just did not accept the black part of myself. And now I do. I just want to say, I'm really sorry like, to both of you that you felt like you've been put in positions to feel like that. That's just like such a terrible thing to tell someone. No, you can't be every part of who you are. These past couple years, I've been trying to like reconnect with that part because I shoved it down for so long, and it's it's been really heartbreaking. The amount of noduses I missed and um, the Ramadans I didn't celebrate because I felt so uncomfortable about that. I think it's important you're taking the steps, though. Personally, just I I've never tried to hide any part of me. That's always been like the biggest thing for me. Um, growing up, like I was always proud to be white and I was always proud to be black. That's just how I was raised, and that's always how I was, and I just wanted to be me. So that's what I did. Um, the reason I'm on this line is because Western beauty standards suck. They really, really got to me. I would be really picky about how I would do my hair and how I would part my hair. And then when I would post YouTube videos or Instagram posts, I would color correct everything to be really blue so that I didn't look yellow. And it was just like I, I didn't want to post a photo of me outside because I thought my eyes looked too Asian. A lot of internalized things that made me feel, made me hate myself and my appearance. And now I feel much more accepting of being mixed and being everything that I am. But I am here because I have felt like I wanted to hide a part of me 
because um, it would have been easier for me. I agree. Like, when I was younger, I used to want to be lighter. I used to get made fun of. I would always get the question, are you adopted? You're not Asian. And it just made me feel so bad about myself that I just was so confused because I didn't fit in any single pocket of anybody in any friend groups. I couldn't hang out with the Chinese kids because they're like, you don't look Chinese. I don't hang out with the black kids because I don't sound black. And they say I'm whitewashed. So I, my whole entire life, I've literally battled with them, like, what the hell am I? Yo, <laughs> that's, that is so interesting because like, to me, it's like, this, this is why racism is, is so dumb. It's like, it is like adults that never got out of the child, the childish mentality. Because kids be stupid. They just be like, oh, your eyes are slanted. Oh, you got like darker skin. It's like kids are Ew, stupid. Why is your hair so poofy? Yeah, and so then you as a kid internalize that and you don't like yourself for those reasons, even though those are actually, when you become an adult, some of your, like, greatest features. You know, I'm going to actually change a little bit of my answer because she okay. mentioned that, you know, she didn't like the way that her eyes were slanted and that she, you know, she changed the filters and stuff on her pictures. So I destroyed, like, I've told you before that this is not my natural hair, how it used to look. Mm -hmm. I have, I destroyed it because I relaxed it mm -hmm. and straightened it and burned it to pieces because people wouldn't stop making fun of me for my hair. Like, I was this little white girl that had this big, huge hair, like, had huge hair because mm -hmm. it used to be all the way down to my hips. And I would mm -hmm. brush it and I would go to school. And I mean, it would, I mean, every bit of like <laughs> this, but like yeah. all the way over here on all sides and all the way down my back. And people would put gum in my hair. And pe one time my mom literally sat me between her knees and cried for two hours as she tried to Vaseline gum out of my hair. And she ended up having to cut it. And then I I was like, no, I hate it. Like, I hate it. I hate it because it's the only black part of me. And people pick on me for it. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm done with this. So I, I started straightening it. And then I got sick of straightening it all the time. So then I relaxed it. And, I, and, and it was still curly. Like, it was so textured that the relaxing didn't work. So I kept relaxing it and I fried it. I mean, it would just, I would run my hands through it. And it would just break off into pieces in my hands. And just, I ended up shaving my head. Um, and then when my curls grew back, they were looser. Like, my curls have not been the way that they were originally, ever. They will never be. I, I ruined them. You know how you said that your son has the ringlets? Yeah. I had the ringlets. I had those tight coils that were just yeah, beautiful. Like, so stunning. They don't yeah. do that anymore. Like Some of them do, but they just don't corkscrew the same way anymore because I, I ruined it. Um, so I don't even want to say that it was me hiding like my hair or hiding my race. It was just, I was so sick of this one part of myself and going back now, I would, I would give anything to have those curls again, anything because they were so beautiful. And I'm so proud of my heritage. And I'm so proud to be Hispanic and I would be so proud to have that hair. And so I I'm going to change my answer on that part a little tiny bit. Um, but I really felt hard on what also I want to make a, make a comment so she said that I didn't sound black. That said I was whitewashed. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about how aggravating it is to be told that you don't sound black? And I know that you've been told that. Oh, I have, yeah. I know you have. Oh, yeah. 
Because even me, somebody who was mixed and grew up around all kinds of people, I did not expect you to be black when I saw you. <laughs> I didn't. It, it wasn't a bad thing, but and I caught myself because mm-hmm. I realized that I had that bias. I sat there and talked and thought, thought it through. I was like, now, why did you think that? Like, why couldn't he have been black? Like, why did I not just imagine that you were black? Like, why did I immediately assume that you were white? And I realized it was because the way that you talk. Because we are taught that black people talk a certain way. And that white people talk a certain way. And it's stupid because you cannot talk a fucking color. Right. Nobody sits there and says, oh, you don't sound purple. Oh, but you don't sound orange. You hear him, he talks yellow. Like, nobody fucking says that. Like you, like, you cannot talk nor hold yourself a certain way. Like, there was this girl that I went to school with, and she had, like, seven names. And they were all, like, Nigerian. And they were beautiful. And when I tell you that she had the most proper way of speaking that I have ever known. And people <laughs> picked on her to pieces because she was as black as your shirt and had these very Nigerian names. And her whole family was Nigerian and Asian. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, you don't talk black. And she was like, I don't know. I don't talk a fucking color. Right. Well, that's how she talked to She was like, no, I don't. Because you don't talk a color. Yeah. You just, I just you... talk the way that I talk. And I was like so floored by the fact that she was like, I am black. And this is how I talk. It isn't making me any less black. I'm not clapping my hands and bobbing my head and dropping my words off. Like you mm-hmm. want to sound like that. Like, you want me to sound like the stereotypical hood bitch, and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I, I think about her all the time. That was one of the defining moments for me. Yeah, that was definitely a big thing for me growing up. I mean, I grew up in basically a suburban white neighborhood, and uh, same with the school. And there were probably a, there was like a few black people in my school, and more came, but only when I was like more toward the end of high school. And, uh, yeah, uh, people would ask me all the time. Like, even when I went to college, you'd think people would be a little more. Really? Per, you know, but even when I went to college, people, you know, like, oh, why do you, oh, you talk white? Or I've heard um, people asking me what sports team I was on a lot because I'm a, you know, I'm a pretty big guy, too. Just and so, and I was like, I'm on no sports team. I'm here for academics. People are always, and including people in the black community, they're always shocked. Like, what do you do? I write books and publish books. Books? And you're black? You know what I'm like? What? Like, they're just shocked. Like, yeah, black people can read. I know. I mean, we, mm-hmm. you know, that was a big deal. Like, so. <laughs> I mean, I've already gotten, I mean, you know, I've already gotten hate for being a white person, white fronting. Or yeah. white passing person mm-hmm. who published a book that has African American leads. Right. And my books, hey guys, public service announcement. That's not stopping. I'm going to continue to have people of color in my leads. It's not going to stop. Right. So I'm doing this for a reason because I have never read a book where the main character is Hispanic. I've never read the book. I read a book where the main character is black or Asian. Like, they're always white women or white men or, like, the it's the fact, like, oh, you have 
the best like the best friend in your class named Rosa, and mm -hmm. that's your Hispanic representation is Rosa. It's always yeah. Rosa, like yeah. or Maria, you know. Like we have like I'm not stopping, and I'm not white. <laughs> I'm Hispanic. Right. My name is Chris. It says Chris Chris Garcia on the damn book. <laughs> I know, and and that that's where it also gets hard when it comes to writing books as well because i understand for a variety of reasons that i mean they would be shocked like oh you're black and you're a writer i mean it is kind of uncommon you know for that so i, I kind of i never thought degree. of that i it just don't kinda, notice i just don't notice but now that you're putting that out i see that it is kind of uncommon and then when you do find black authors it's usually it's not fantasy Mm -hmm. it's not um i mean also i write fantasy so that's already like what you're black and you write fantasy like that's already like so uncommon yeah usually it would be like romance or some kind like i see a lot of like oh my hood my thug loves me or something like that you know like certain kind of yeah. it's, it's very hood books and stuff which is fine if you want to write that um but I know, like, one of the things that, like, because I'm trying to do diversity in my books as well. And so I know there's going to be parts where it's like, I might not get it right exactly. But I am bringing more awareness to it as well, you know. So, like, you bringing an African-American um, character in your book, you might not be like, okay, well, I may not know, like, the whole experience per se or something. But you know what? I am bringing more awareness. So it's like, that counts for something. Yep. You know, I have a married couple in one of my books that they're Hispanic. I, I'm not Hispanic, <laughs> so like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I feel like when it comes to the, the whole like, oh, you talk white, all this stuff, it's just childish. It's just child stuff. I agree. It's like everybody. It's just, just, just kid stuff, Bob. Yeah, it's just kid stuff. Like, st like just grow up. It's just kids being like, oh, wait, you're darker than me, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> when you become an adult, you're supposed to get over that shit. Right. Do better. You're yeah, seriously, do better. Grow up. Which we both know that a lot of adults never yep. have. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've used my races to my advantage. Mm -mm. My races to my advantage. Three, two, one. Maybe. I knew that guy in the back. <laughs> so I feel like I just have to say that when writing college essays, every single one of my essays was about being half Iranian and half white. Like when I was applying for scholarships, that's what I would talk about because it was something that I really felt passionate about, but also that something that I knew would catch people's interest. And I think I, I don't feel guilty about using that because I think it's a double-edged sword and there's lots of repercussions for being mixed race too. Well, I kind of interpreted it differently. Like I haven't really abused my power like that. Like sure, that is a way <laughs> like that, but like I didn't, I haven't done anything else besides that on like my college apps. So I don't know if I can do this, but I'm, maybe I'm gonna like straddle these two. You can't do that. Okay, then I'll like daintily pose over here. But like my grandma is Jew was Jewish and I did, go on birthright, which 
is a free trip for people of Jewish descent. And even though I don't like identify a lot with the Jewish religion, I did get a free trip to Israel out of being part Jewish. So I guess that's like kind of something to my advantage. But I really loved my time there. <laughs> hey, caught a free lot trip. Yeah. <laughs> free trip. Yeah, but you know. I've like gotten like jobs for being half Asian. For like, like I worked at mostly predominantly Asian businesses. And as soon as I say I speak fluent Cantonese, I got the job. But that's like a skill. I know. Like it you is can a be skill. proud of it. It's no, a skill I that love you have. it. No, trust me. But I, it does get me job opportunities better than other people who are like, you know, white or black who get the same positions, but they would hire me because I'm half Asian and like I speak the language and stuff. Okay, I moved because I was thinking more about the question. When I first heard the question, I was thinking like, do I have any kind of advantage? And then I was thinking about how like being part white does give me some privilege and like some advantages, but I don't think I've used that for like scholarships or any of that. And I try to really stay conscious when I'm in like an Asian space to not take up too much of the space because of my whiteness, you know? Like it's like a, but it's, it's a fine your line. space. Like you're still yeah. Asian. <laughs> I guess I've always been kind of cautious about that. Um, but thinking more about the question, I was like, no, I should be on this side. Do they do like serious question? Do they give scholarships to Asian students? They give scholarships to certain minorities and certain, especially in certain areas. Like For we Asians? would. Mm -hmm. um, oh. I know that we had one because we don't have a lot of diversity here, so we okay, would like we would get scholarships for diversity. Um, okay. Answering that question, that's probably going to be a hard no for me on either side, because I've never got an advantage for being Hispanic. But likewise, I've never had an advantage for being white either, because of A, where I live, it doesn't matter. Like, I was born poor, so I'm poor. And also, I'm a queer Hispanic woman with mental health problems. I have always got the shittier end of everything. I mean, you know what my job, I, I told you that I was at the end of my rope because I've worked at this job for almost a decade. And that I was getting passed up again and again and again and again for promotions because of my mental health. Not because of the fact that I was a woman, uh, not because of the fact that I'm Hispanic or white, but because I mentally had a disorder that my manager refused to understand and punished me for it. Um, and now I have a new manager and now I'm a manager again. So, I mean, it literally just kind of boils down to, I think, the area. Because maybe if I was in a different area, right? maybe it wouldn't be that way. Maybe I wouldn't have, maybe I wouldn't have stayed poor so long. But also, I was poor, so I don't know how much that affects anything. So that one really is, no, I just, like, nothing, I've never gotten anything out of either of my races besides, like, not pleasant things. I definitely have gotten advantages when it came to meeting people in the Black community, even okay. though, even though I definitely didn't have the same experiences as a lot of them, just because of the color of my skin, they would um, like communicate with me and give me networking opportunities and stuff like that, that I wouldn't have had if I was white or some okay. other race. And so like, which was always interesting to me, interesting to me because, you know, 
like the way I speak and what I'm into and blah blah blah. But yet still because like it was a me like it would be immediate, you know what I mean? Like immediately, like oh, that's a black person. We have a kinship. And it's like Yeah. I I mean I, I guess, <laughs> you know, like I don't know how much of a kinship, but I suppose I bonded with one of my best friends I, because she's I, also a sassy Hispanic. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that matters, but I mean, like, that wasn't the only reason yeah. why, but I mean, you know what I mean. And so, like, and even in the example, I thought was really interesting, like, the Jewish guy got that free trip mm-hmm. to Israel, so, like, he took advantage of it. And so I'm like, I think, I feel like it's a very human thing to do. Like, people are just kind of taking advantage of the opportunities that are coming to them and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and so I think that's why it's, like, so important um whatever racial group whatever community you're in like you gotta you guys gotta come together and do your best to advance each other and stop Mm -hmm. tearing each other down because white people are obviously doing that too Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like hey there's opportunities i'm just gonna take it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they're not like uh, I'm not going to take that opportunity because there are like marginalized groups that really should get a, you know, I got enough uh, fair shakes in life. I'm going to just pass it up to, I don't think people do that. Right. And it's also more of a passive thing. Cause you're, it's not like in your face, like, okay, if you're going to take this job, you got to go tell that guy over there that you took it. You know what I mean? It's, it's right. just a matter of, do you accept the job or not? Mm-hmm. Or do I take the trip or not? Or nobody's gonna know. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect too. So anyway, we'll just finish this up. The issue of racism can be solved by interracial love. <laughs> what? That's that, that's the Who can that who i don't know who <laughs> give me his address i just want to talk that's a weird one um i mean i partially agree partially but also partially. that's not gonna solve racism it's not it it's might help not. but it's not gonna it might put a band-aid on the bitch but it's still gonna be bleeding exactly and and there will always be people that look if you if okay because if you can have People again in the black community, dark skins are looking down at light skins and vice versa, whatever. Then that tells you right there that's obviously not right. going to solve everything. You're right. Okay. It's not. People, they're the Hutus and the Tutsis in Africa. They're trying to commit genocide to each other. They're both African. They're both African tribes. Like human beings, just always going to find a reason to not like somebody. You're right. So. Right, it's Hootie's answers. I wonder if there, there is, is a puzzle. We are. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Look at the look, look she's giving her friends. Like, uh, uh, this is kind of the audience. I know. What kind of question? There are way too many articles about an interracial couple where it's later find out that the white part is saying a racial slur about their child, just what? to boil it down to like love. It, it can't. It really can't be done. First of all, that. Second of all, there's a lot of 
sorry to name names, but like a lot of white women who want to get with black men trying to achieve their light-skinned baby who's like just the perfect amount of tan with the perfect amount of curls. Yeah, like raise your hand if you've heard someone be like, oh my gosh, I would have such gorgeous mixed babies. Like, definitely heard that. And but to be fair, those mixed babies are gorgeous, though. But I, I would have such pretty children with someone that looks like you. <laughs> we would have such beautiful babies. I'm just saying it's gorgeous, though. Like, also, I'm... like, Russell was so cute. Hey, does Russell have kneecaps? I never found out. Oh, my God. I know, right? I'm slacking. No, but like... like... My kids are my kids are gorgeous. Like I'm sorry, but they are. They're I objective. Do, I do see her point. Like there are women that literally chase after black men mm -hmm. for the sole purpose of having those children, yeah. and vice versa. There are black men who just want to be with a white woman, mm -hmm. so that he can be with a white woman that can give him. You know, okay, okay. I see the point. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's like I hear what you're saying, guy, but at the same time, but like also cute. <laughs> I, I've seen very few gorgeous mixed babies. I'm just saying. I'm just, right. I'm, I'm, I have. Just, I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen a not cute mixed baby. I don't think I have either. I literally I, just that. What I just said. I just threw that disclaimer in there in case I have. But I literally don't think I ever. Have. I don't think I ever have. They're freaking adorable. They're usually gorgeous. Yeah. So there's a method to the madness. Over right. There. Right. <laughs> we know where it's coming from. Elisa like definitely heard that, and we're all gorgeous. You guys are all gorgeous. I love, I love that. that. Right, so we're all gorgeous. Don't <laughs> yeah. get me wrong, but that's super problematic to say one and two. I'm over here because like there is like no one solution to racism. Let me make it really clear that uh, a white person having a kid with a black person does not mean that that person does not have uh, racist tendencies or is not discriminatory at all. I love my dad to death, but he sometimes he just says things where it's like, <laughs> you shouldn't be saying that. Plus, like, even in, like, a future, if, if like, America becomes super mixed and, like, everybody's mixed, if not racism, it will still have, like, colorism and yeah. different nuances within racism. Yeah. It's not going to go away just because people are more mixed. Like, you can say, like, mixed people are the future or whatever, but it's not going to solve racism. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow. I liked it. I love the responses of what, what you and I said. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, what was I going to. One of them said something that I was going to piggyback off of. I don't remember what it was. Colorism? I mean, I mean or, that's what we've been saying. Or the. Um, um, Is this the Jewish guy talking? Oh my gosh, yeah. So my dad was was reverse racist. He, my mom, I think I've told you, was the only white woman he had children with. Every other woman that he had children with were either black or Hispanic. Mm -hmm. My mom was the only white woman, the only one. And he would always make comments to her about the fact that she was white. And he would always make comments to me about the fact that I was light-skinned. Right. He literally used to tell me to go play with your real daddy because I'm white. Like, so all because a white person and a non-white and a non-white person get married, are in love, and have children does not mean that they do not have racist tendencies toward each other, or yeah. that they wouldn't. Right. I I do not think racism will ever be gone. 
Mm-mm. Like ever. I don't care how mixed the world gets. Um, it'll never be gone because we're stupid human beings. Right. But um, I think a lot of it really just comes down to a willingness to understand each other. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, again, I'm in an inter- interracial relationship. And there were a few times where. I mean, I am too, but you can't tell. <laughs> That's true. You are. <laughs> Both my boyfriends are white right. as driven snow, and I'm right. Ex- can't tell. <laughs> exactly right. You're in a in a yeah. You're in an interracial relationship. My um, last boyfriend was blacker than you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I'm playing. But, um, <laughs> hey, hey, what are you saying? No. But uh, <laughs> deep for no reason. But um, I'm gonna send you a video. Keep talking. <laughs> but there were yeah, there were times where like certain things would get brought up and you know me and my wife would just try to educate each other on both sides so like i would ask her questions like why do white people do this what okay like for example you know i i asked her once i was like what is up with and you guys can leave something in the comments because i just noticed this in general but like what is up with white men that are friends doing homosexual things to each other so, like, in the black community, <laughs> black men, you know, maybe they don't show enough affection or whatever. But, like, I've noticed, like, white friends, they'll, like, they'll be, like, all over each other. Like, it's like, dude, get a room. And, like, I, and so I would ask, like, what, where is that coming from? She didn't know. I mean, she's a white woman, so I don't know. Right. Maybe, maybe she just doesn't know. But I would ask her questions like that stuff. And she would ask me the same, like, oh, why do black people do this and that? And it would be under this umbrella of we're trying to learn. Mm -hmm. So, like, I wouldn't take offense, like, if she asked me a question that if this wasn't a safe space, it'd be almost like, why are you asking this ignorant question, you racist? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Put those hands up, Martha. (laughs) Right. Like, you genuinely want to know. Like, okay, this one's mild, right? This one's mild. But it, like, blew my mind, right? One time, we were talking about Thanksgiving. Right. And we have Thanksgiving with her family. And full disclosure, her her family makes the best turkey that I've ever had. Hands down. I black black families don't make good turkey. I I'm or at least the ones my family, my relatives don't. That turkey dry. They they'll do like ham, right? And it, and a lot of people in black community like you have your turkey, you have your ham, which my wife was like, ham, that's not a Thanksgiving thing. But I'm like, black families do this, right? So anyway, <laughs> so we, we were gonna have, have things. We were, gonna, we <laughs> yeah, have you gotta have both. And so we were gonna have Thanksgiving with her family. I was like, oh, I, and she was like, oh, I might bring something, right? And I was like, oh, I might bring something too. And she's like, oh, what would you bring? And I was like, oh, I'd bring like mac and cheese. And she gave me this look of horror, like what? And I'm like, mac and cheese. And she's like. That's not Thanksgiving food. And I'm like, Yes, the fuck what? it is, Darla. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? Give me the address again. We're going to fight wife real quick. I'm not going to hurt her really bad. I was I'm just like, going to throw her down for a second. Yo, we ha- it was a cultural battle because I was like, yo, mac and cheese at a black Thanksgiving is arguably the, the number one part. thing you should bring right. over even the turkey. Like, if it was like you had to choose, like, listen, 
auntie didn't have time. She could only make one turkey or mac and cheese. We've got to put it to a vote now. Everybody's voting the mac and mac cheese. And cheese. It ain't going to be the turkey, even though it's Thanksgiving. And so I was like, no, I would, wouldn't bring like craft mac and cheese. It would be like the baked. You have to like, like homemade. Like five make it, cheeses. Make it homemade, the, bake it, get the crust right. on top. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't think my family would. But like we had this like, like my mind was blown. Listen, okay, no, dis- no disrespect. I'm gonna fist fight your <laughs> wife in Woody's parking lot. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill Mrs. St. Clair. I just want to maim her lightly. I, I know, <laughs> I know, see, I know, I know, I know you're with me. I know you're with me because you're Hispanic. I make you're mac like, and cheese for right. every family function, bro. You make the fucking right. casserole dish, fill with that shit. You make the roux yourself, put the noodles in, right. add the seven different kinds of cheese, bake the top, broil it, and then wrap that shit in foil. That'd be like you having a that'd be like you having a, a dinner party or something and you're like oh yeah i'm making like rice and beans maybe some gondoles or something and, some and they're like you can't do that it's like what what mole what? why are you making mole <laughs> why are there mangoes <laughs> yo but i yo i mean we laugh about it now but I was like, at the, at the time, time I was appalled. You're I was like, like going to the courthouse to get divorce papers. You're like, I was no, like, yeah. no, but we were laughing later because I was like, yo, that was the first time ever that, that I that the difference kind of got I, you. I wasn't with you. I wasn't <laughs> like, like even when we like we've asked each other the most ignorant questions, you know, to gain knowledge and no reaction. Like we're at, but that one right there, that was the it. mac and cheese battle. Ooh, I was like, I, do, I'm not with you on this one, girl. Do you like watermelon? I do. Not like, not like a do, ton. Do you like fried chicken? I love fried chicken, but, <laughs> but it's very hard to find well-made good fried chicken. Like not that KFC. Oh, I got you. Okay. No, I'll make you some. I'll make you some. I'll make good fried chicken. I'm southern and I'm mixed. Oh. I'm southern and I'm mixed. What do you do? The buttermilk in the, in the yeah, you gotta dredge it. You know the buttermilk and a little bit yeah. And, I'm and dead. Dredge it I knew yet. it. If you would, if shake you shake it said, up, shake it up in see, a bag. Yeah. See, if she would have said no, I've been like you liar. You fucking sinner. I know you ain't southern. You fucking phony. The butter's enough. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. Disrespect. All right. Yeah, that mac and cheese put me out. I was like, yo. Can I just say that we have gone two and a half hours about race? We, we literally stayed did. on topic the entire fucking time. We really did. We really did. And it was but, good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'll definitely have like some... Uh, you sent me to how light-skinned lines were. I've, I've seen, oh, wait, have you that. seen it? Ooh. 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 <laughs> Because I was gonna, (laughs) it's the boys to man sound for me. Ooh, whoa! It's like the light skin was like ooh, oh, oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's fine. Well, well, um, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap up the show. Um, It's late. Yeah, it is late. For the future, I do have some more clips that we can go over. Perfect. We'll like, do it next Monday. Like, guess Monday. my ethnicity. 
Ooh, guess okay. who is actually white? That would be a good one. Oh, okay. And then, oh my God, one I another thing I had for you is the worst sex scenes in fiction. Ooh. 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 Ooh, I'm gonna, excited. That's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. Yeah, that I've read just a couple to make sure. Okay. Let me. I was crying. So okay, I'm excited. Yeah. But anyways, thank you everybody for joining us for this special episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please, uh, you know, leave uh, comments in the chat, especially your take on the macaroni and cheese. Is macaroni and cheese a Thanksgiving food? We all know the answer is yes, but who knows? Also, if you tune in next week at uh, 9.55 p.m. sharp, you will be able to see the video of me fist fighting Julius' wife in a Wendy's parking lot over mac and cheese. <laughs> Do you remember the boppets? No, remember the boppets? You remember the the fucking they were like the giant mittens yeah, the, you could the, play? The, yeah, 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 yeah. Can me and your wife bop it out with these parking lot? Okay, first off, I'm how, wait, how tall? Wait, how tall is she? She's like five. Oh, she's wait, she's almost my height. Okay, so she's I'm like still, five, I will nine? still whoop her ass because I like to I like to bite. But like I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you lose it. You taking the L on this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, but I'm sorry. She's strong as hell. Okay, now I'm scared. Oh, she's super. Okay, scared. She's scary. strong. She's an okay. Amazon. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll die happy. I, I like it. I like right. It. <laughs> be, like, be like, oh no, please don't hit me harder. <laughs> The table's turned. I know. She's like, what the fuck? I don't <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> Julius, get your friend. Get no, your no. friend. Just like that. She's she, she's wilding. I know. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Oh, fuck. That's too funny. Oh, man. Well, y'all, thanks for the awesome show, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Chris X Claire Experience. If you love this podcast, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. You can also check out fantasyworldbooks.com to get more information on other shows, books, music, and more. We also want to thank you for your support because if you stuck with us this long, you can already consider us friends. 